0: We need we need mustaches in the game. <laughs>
1: we do we more of them. We do. So if you've been crying on social media for more facial hair in the game and you are ragging on a Al- lolanjito community day, better shape up. This is the closest <laughs> we're gonna get. You're tuned into the GoCast Podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, it's me uh, just checking in right before the episode actually starts. This is normally where we do the one liner, so I'm going to keep it quick. Uh, but this is a very big episode. There's a lot of people in it. There were a couple of audio things along the way that sort of got in the way, so if somebody sounds different than normal, uh, yeah, they might. <laughs> I did my best to clean everything up. I think it sounds pretty good, so I hope you enjoy, and we'll see you in the next one. Everything will be relatively back to normal, I promise. But enjoy this very special extended episode. Hello, and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 189. It's April 26th. Yet another Tuesday evening. I think that's three in a row. Look at us go. That's a new record <laughs> for this year so far. I'm your host, Chris. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Yo, what up, Kyle? How you doing? I'm doing okay right now. Just okay. Well, you better find a way to elevate that because we've got company. Let's uh, let's sweep the floors and hide all the garbage in the closets. We've got Ken and Adam with us here. Ken, how's it going? what's happening GoCast? how are you guys i missed you yo yo we're doing okay half of lured up and the other half of lured up adam hey,
2: what's going on how are you doing man i'm doing excellent which is better than just okay <laughs> so i hopefully my okay extra energy can go into kyle and just get him to i i love fantastic.
3: the 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 higher uh, every week. That's like the highlight of my <laughs> of my GoCast experience is like how much how much like how contrived will the Haya be like,
1: <laughs> really sets the yeah. tone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> how, how much how much am I into it for the, the intro that week? That's right. Until I have to drag him I'm like, no, no, no. Come on. Say come it on. again. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kyle, hope you're taking notes from Adam. That was a great response to the question on how you're doing. But Regardless, if you are listening and you're like, who are these two? Well, then you obviously have been listening for very long because Ken and Adam from over at the Lure Up podcast are, are two of our closest, if not our closest friends in the podcasting space. Uh, we've been, what, parallel podcasting because we're going on three years and you guys were around first. So, yeah, almost three years of knowing each other and talking Pokemon Go and existing in the same space. And uh, this is not the first, nor will it be the last of a guest appearance. Uh, on our show and uh, the other way around as well. So um, I'm going to toss it over to the two of you to sort of just like give an elevator pitch about what makes your show different than ours and and what the two of you do in addition to just your Pokemon Go content, because it's much, much more. Adam,
2: you go first because I talk a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I like to take pictures of TCG cards. I like to take AR photos, but like, mix it up and fuse the two together. So I like to throw content like that on our Instagram feed. I am a background of TCG, but I love Pokemon go. Ken loves to talk and I don't know <laughs> kind of what I'm saying right now. <laughs> this is my first podcast ever. <laughs> You're doing great. You sound I'm awesome Team instinct too. And I love Delibird. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's like all you need to know about Adam. And, and honestly, and I met somebody on Community Day, and they love Delibird. Hey. And I may have a new best friend. Oh, my gosh. It's
1: nice. like stepbrothers. But but yes. they, they can't like John it Stamos. more than me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Ken Pescatore. I, uh, I host the Lured Up podcast with Adam. And uh, we've been... Uh, Adam and I both have been um, associated with the Pokemon franchise since the beginning. Uh, both of our backgrounds are in the TCG. Um, I've also... Uh, done some stuff with the with the video games like early early back in the day. Um, I used to work for Wizards of the Coast, so I did TCG events, and I used to get contracted to do in person events at like Toys R Uses back in the day. Like, so if you wanted to get like your Mew, you bring your Game Boy in with the link cable and all that good stuff. I used to host those events. So I've been I've been doing the Pokemon thing for a super long time, and uh, started podcasting in two thousand fifteen. ...and have been rocking and rolling. We have three three Pokemon shows on our network right now. We've got Gotta Watch Them All that does the anime. We've got Special Conditions, which covers the TCG, and Lured Up, which covers Pigo. and uh, Adam and I host all three. And then um, we also just brought on a Wayfarer podcast into the network... Um, called Wayspotters, which is been... Jamal and Lachlan, um, let's Jamal go! Jamal and Lachlan, shout out to them. It's, it's awesome. Been, yeah. They're doing very, very well with that show, and uh, it's an overwhelming uh, response, which is super cool. Who would um, have thought that that
1: would have been... The product well, that it is.
3: They were originally. They were like, let's uh, let's record once a month, and I was like, nah, dude, just let's do this. Let's do it every every week. Just let's let's go for it. And he was like, I don't know if we'll have enough to talk about. It. And it's like <laughs> now they're they're like struggling to keep it under like you know an hour and a half. Right, an hour. right, of course, of so course. It's, uh, Boy, that's it's really that's cool because the, the, the wayfinders <laughs> come out of the woodwork. But um, I think what what I love about podcasting and what I love about the the Pokemon Go. Podcast space specifically is that our shows can kind of uh, live in harmony because we have like super separate styles. We at Lured Up try to cover the game uh, from a very uh, community and culture perspective, Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm a huge troublemaker, so I love stirring it up and and getting people talking about divisive topics, and uh, that usually makes for some some pretty fun entertainment, and we get the uh, get to hear. You know some pretty raw feedback from the community, and uh, we're uncensored, so we we let it all out, and uh, it's been it's been awesome because uh, especially when we have guests on, because then they can kind of you know be themselves and kick back a little bit, and uh, it, it's it's cool because our shows, while we cover the same news every week, I think the delivery method and the style and how we present the news is super different, so. If you listen to both shows, uh, even though you you might be hearing the same news, um, it'll feel like a completely different experience. So that's kind of what we've shot for from the beginning, and uh, it's cool that we've been able to have this parody, you know, over the years between the shows. And and the uh, you know I know we are we already have like an, an awesome crossover of audience, so it's it's pretty uh it's pretty awesome. You guys are the real
2: deal. Love yeah, it. Ken is the train that doesn't stop. And, <laughs> well, and he's like. The CEO, he's like, he's got his goggles on. He's like, "All right, we're gonna talk about this raid, boss. It's got this CP." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm bringing my Hundo squad." He's like, "I'm, I'm bringing. <laughs> I'm gonna lead with Delibird." No, but but we've told this
3: we've told this story numerous times. But GoFest 2018 was when we first met at the mm-hmm. you know the Marie Up in Chicago, and uh, it was like you had just recorded your first episode, and it was <laughs> yep. like you know. I'm, you know, I am, I am all for promoting other podcasts and all that stuff. So I was super psyched for you guys, and and you know, podcasts struggle to make it to episode ten, and they definitely struggle to make it to episode one hundred. So it's uh, it's really really cool that you guys are creeping on two hundred now. I think that's a, it's an amazing amazing milestone, and and uh, yes, love it. Congrats. You guys are, you guys are doing awesome.
1: Well, thank you, and and likewise too for your longevity and consistency, uh, as well as running other shows. Because holy cow, sometimes we struggle to just keep the one episode a week right. coming out. It's it's hard work. So, uh, Ken's a workhorse, and I, I, <laughs> I know I know that you edit your brains out every single week. But anyway, this is this is all to say if you haven't checked out uh, these two and their content. Please do. And then the family of shows that they also have on the Pokemon Professor Network in general are, are wonderful. And we promote them throughout. So this should not be the first time you're hearing us say, go take a listen. Um, fun fact, though, at that 2018 meetup, a a pretty almost there drunk Adam said, hey, you know, you should really put something more attention grabbing at the at the beginning of your show. And that is the reason why we have excerpts from the show, what we think is a highlight at the front. So, Adam, from like the get go, (laughs) you imprinted on us, too. So (laughs) I love that, though. I love the intro somewhere in the middle. I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's the intro. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool thing. Anyway, uh, like I've said on the past before, I love podcasting as well. And if I don't stop us, all four of us will probably just talk about podcasting for uh, two or three hours, maybe, let's just say. But anyway, before we actually get started here for real, I, I do want to give a couple of shout outs to brand new patrons of ours. Taylor, PR Portrait, Kyle, Ben, Matt, and Ashley, thanks so very much for your patronage. We appreciate you so very, very much. And to, and to Ken and, and uh, Adam's point before about overlap of audience, a lot of our patrons are are, are also patrons of yours. And it's just so, so neat. To see, because I'm in I'm in your server, you know, as well, and you're in our server as well. So it's cool to just see the same people I talking in different places. <laughs> I, just, I totally love that, neat. and you get to see different sides of them too. Yeah, it's really, we really cool. You have a very
3: unique you, your your Discord is like. Man, it's like, I don't want to trip in that Discord. It's like, it's, <laughs> those mods will attack. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, on, our, on ours, it's like anyone posting, like, we got like feet pics going up and
2: stuff. It's
1: like, oh what's going God.
2: on over here? Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: that's, yeah, that's the
2: best. Yeah. My mom's in there too.
3: It's Adam's mom's in her Discord. Oh, my God. Oh no. no, and the best part is,
2: is, <laughs> I'll just like say something, and my mom's like, are you okay? Is anything going on? <laughs> Yo, and I'm like, she's... Mom, if you just read, if you just have to scroll and you can see the conversation that I'm adding to. <laughs> Adam's mom is a consistent gifter and raider. Uh, shout out to Grandma Tuttle. Oh, my gosh. That's great.
1: Better player than we are. <laughs>
2: yes, for sure. I struggle just to open gifts. I mean, come on.
1: That's right. Uh, <laughs> you're you're send preaching, them. preaching to the choir here. I absolutely agree with you. People <laughs> open gifts?
2: <laughs> What's a gift?
1: that's the thing that the image moves <laughs> something like that i don't know whatever it is i try to skip it so you know <laughs> all right uh let's hop into the news because there's there's quite a bit to talk about all right what's up it's the news all right so we've got uh, three pieces of news here um and I, i'm just i'm so excited that we actually have ken and adam on to also talk about this because a couple of things yeah, they're opinion based like uh you could you could feel some feelings about this first of course is may 2022 community day we're excited to announce that alolan geodude the rock pokemon will be featured during may community day excited is like it's not in parentheses but that's the way i read it <laughs> uh but anyway when is it saturday may 21st from 11 a.m to 2 p.m local time it's still three hours but they moved it to the other half of the three hour period we're used to so instead of two to five it's 11 to two featured attack is going to be rollout so we evolve that graveler into that golem and and it'll know rollout uh, and it's making its pokemon go debut this move it's going to be a fast attack it generates energy quickly from what they say in trainer battles it does four power in gym's and raids it does 14. There's a special research story, A Rocky Road, available for $1 with the equivalent pricing tier in your country. New ticket gifting is, is added to this event as well. This is a new feature, so we will circle back to it. But bonuses, three times Stardust for catching, two times Candy for catching, two times chance to receive Geodude XL Candy from catching a than Geodude. Incense and Lure modules last for three hours when they're activated during the event, like usual. Take a few snapshots. It'll be a little in dude. One additional special trade can be made during the event and up to two hours afterward for a maximum of two for the day, which is awesome. And trades made during the event and up to two hours afterward will acquire 50% less Stardust. And this group bonuses, just like there was for Stuffle Community Day. But instead of catch experience from three times to four times, if there's a lot of trainers around to stop, it's Stardust, which is. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ring the alarm let's go all of a sudden it's an exciting community day yeah that's (laughs) how you do it paint it red it goes faster event bundles (laughs) there will be a special one-time purchase community box available for 975 so at that reduced price that we saw introduced this last community day features one super incubator one lucky egg one fast tm elite and one star piece and you know a bundle with 30 ultra balls and then there's stickers spin stops open gifts buy them I think I've done that once, and those were ditto stickers. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> okay, so before we bring it to this new feature really quick, because that's actually pretty cool on its own, and we might see that echoed throughout other parts of the game, I'm curious, before anybody gives their first opinion, I want to hear what Adam has to say about Alolan Geodude community today. What do you think? So
2: I think it's going, like, people are going to sleep on this, but we need moustaches in the game and there needs to be an alolan golem mustache in the game (laughs) like avatar item avatar Avatar item like i I legitimately want to like if i could hand alolan geodude moustaches out to people that's what i would want to do fantastic i think that would be excellent
1: (laughs) i'm so here for that a backpack with the with a cannon would be cool too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm for but that, not, but not quite as as quirky and fun. Mustache. The must- yeah, you're right. That is, that is superior. That is
0: the <laughs> highlight of Golem. We need we need mustaches in the game.
1: <laughs> we, we do. We do. So if you've been crying on social media for more facial hair in the game, and you are ragging on a, a lowland judo community day, better shape up. This is the closest <laughs> we're going to get.
2: <laughs> Sadly. And then roll out. It just makes me think. Roll out. Ba, ba. I don't know. I always say Dust Bunnies roll out. I don't know. Dust Bunnies. God, you're such a weird dude. I am, but but I think I, I don't know. I'm excited. It works personally. hmm The only downfall to a lowland Geodude community day is that I will be in Sakakas playing in a TCG regional during that eleven to two window. Uh so
1: do you have a you have a uh, somebody coming with you? Maybe they could help you out or that would be against terms of, service. yeah. We can't, yeah. It's I'm just, against I'm, tra- terms this is, yeah. I'm trying to entrap Adam here. Ken, leave me
2: alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's during the Zoom calls, the winks and the, the itches. Yeah, they're and like, scratches. Ken, blink twice if Niantic said, <laughs> No, it, it's <laughs> it's hilarious how our community just tries to get us to say stuff. That's so funny,
1: yeah. Well, that's kind of a bummer, but at least it's not like a super meta. You know, Pokemon, like, you're not missing out on Gibble Day. That would have been heartbreaking.
2: Uh, I mean, the similar thing happened back when we did Piplup Community Day. So, that was, it, and honestly, it was, like, heartbreaking. Because I didn't, I remember opening up my phone and being like, oh, well, I've got 15 minutes, and I didn't catch a shiny. Oh, wow. Yeah. That hurts. But also, I could have been more proactive and actually played in between rounds. So... Yeah, but you also like want to focus on the competitive thing that you're Yeah, there to so do, it's right? it's this it's this game of like like to be honest, EUIC happened and they had Stuffle Community Day in the middle of their tournament, and I and I was like, how did they how did the players deal with the FOMO? Like that's something that <laughs> I wanna know. So if you if you dealt with that or know anybody that dealt with that, I wanna know how they dealt with that. FOMO's not real. I mean it has been nice I'm seeing I'm stuffles. Being facetious. I know, but it has been nice seeing stuffles like, gr- like gradually increasing and in spawning. Like I've seen them a bunch, so I was able to finish the research that I didn't finish. So, my yeah, God. it's Shout been it's been nice. Niantic.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing like I saw like uh, four of them yesterday in just my local cluster, which was kind of refreshing. Uh, so awesome, awesome. But bringing but it back to short,
2: oh, good, two th- two thumbs up on uh, everything about this. All right. Well, he's only got hands, so you couldn't have done anything but thumbs, I suppose. All
1: right. Ken, what do you think? Uh, positive takeaways? Constructive takeaways? How are you feeling?
3: So, I mean, Geodude has been a personal favorite for a long time. I'm a little bummed they didn't do both forms, like Kanto as well. That would have been pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that with Santru. Uh But the uh, I think there's there's a lot of interesting things here that are worth noting. One is going to be the time. Right. So we had a lot of static come through for the two to five window, not because it was two to five, but because it was three hours. So now we're retaining the three hours. We're moving it forward in the day. And the reason they did away with this previously was because in parts of the southern hemisphere during the summer, the, you know, temperatures were just like absolutely out of control. Sun is right over their head. And, you know, it was just to they kind of moved it later in the day to make it easier on trainers that are going to be out in the sun. I think the 11 to 2 when there's no other option is really interesting because um, it lets you have the rest of the day. And when you have two additional hours to do stuff like with the trades, it kind of stretches the event out before people are ready to go home. So there's still stuff to do. Uh, In my preference, I would think that 11 to 2 is probably the way to go because people can come out, get there at 10, get there at 10.30, start rocking at 11.00. It's 2 o'clock, they had lunch, you know, but they don't want to go home yet. They could do their trades, and they could still hang out for another two hours or whatever and, and do what they need to do before having to, to go home for dinner. So I, I do like the time window. I think that any time that there's Stardust as a bonus, it's solid. You know, there's, there's definitely—it it will be a draw no matter what. Uh, if nothing else, the, the Battlers will be out simply to, to, to hoard the dust. Mm-hmm. And when they throw something in like like double candy, you know it's it's funky because it's like well we don't really need the extra candy for GeoDude, right? It's just like it's just like an, an extra ad, so it it can't go wrong. Anything that has to do with XL candy being increased, I'm for. I think that system is long overdue for for a major overhaul. Oh yeah. Uh the instance and lure modules at three hours, this is probably something that they could never go back to only having one of them. I think that it's become synonymous with the event. So I'm um, I'm always solid with that. The one special trade, I mean it's something, right? This the special trades, in my opinion, are are something that will keep the community interacting. Even though it's just two, it it will allow them to get do two lucky trades on a community day instead of one. Really, that's what it comes down to. Right. the the fifty percent less Stardust thing for trades. It doesn't impact me too much because when I'm trading the hundred trades, like mirror trades for GeoDude, they're only a hundred apiece. So I mean, it's like yeah. hundred Stardust. So it's like it's it's really going to help you on those those two lucky trades. Yeah, well, you're is, only
1: saving five thousand Stardust there if it's a hundred a pop, right? So right, yeah. right.
3: So it's not it's not crazy. Um, I'm a fan of stickers. Those Ditto stickers were were like. The greatest thing ever. They They were. were. They They still kind of are. (laughs) Yeah. So good. So so good. Uh, I'm I'm actually um, really excited about this new ticket gifting thing, especially as a content creator, because this is perfect for giveaways. In fact, I want to give away ten tickets to GoCast listeners. So oh my gosh. we're gonna we're gonna figure uh, we're gonna figure that out, and um, we're gonna give uh, ten community day special research to the GoCast community to thank you for Say having what? us on. Well, so,
1: thanks, Ken so and we'll Adam. Fig- we'll
3: figure out how to do all that stuff. I'm sure we have to be friends, so I'll have to kick ten people off my list, but I'll do it. Um, but <laughs> sorry, all they weren't gifting. Um, but no, no, I think it's I think it's uh, I, I think overall it's a it's a really good event, and I think you have a, a school of thought that. The Pokemon has a little bit less to do with it sometimes, and they can make up for it with this ancillary stuff that's going on. You know, you can't have a you can't have a knock it out of the park every month, right? You know, but I think that uh, this one, because there is Stardust, it'll still get the people outside and playing. And you know, I like Adam and I saw it in New York City this weekend. You know, the in-person play is is back. You know, it, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I'm just excited to get out there. I, the the bonus system. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff going on here.
2: You know, it's just yeah. I you think, could really tell when there when the poke oh, stop sure. was uh, increased because you'd yeah. just be walking, then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, where'd all those those stuff will come from? Yeah, we we couldn't even stop moving
3: when we were playing. It was just like, should we stop and catch this cluster? And it's like, there's really no point in stopping. There's just so many spawns. Um, but no, I, I think I think overall it's a it's a solid
1: event. And uh, I think we're, we're moving in the right direction. Sounds good. Now, Kyle, you've been smirking this entire time. I'm very eager. He's to like 11 or two. I'm kind of with him so, on this. If he's going where I think he is. So th- this is fantastic because the two of
0: you are way, way too positive right now. And I am <laughs> Bring not, us down to earth. Let's go. I am not. So I'm ready to be. The antithesis, and I'm ready for everyone to disagree with me, not just on here, but like who is listening, and that's okay. I'm not. <laughs> so the positive, I agree complete w- completely with Ken. The bonuses, fantastic. It's great. Catch Stardust is always good. There's no questions at all. I don't think they can get rid of the XL Candy Boost or the two times Candy Boost anytime soon, because they're still working on the aftermath of the six hours, so... I'm not even factoring that in because it's it's a given. I will talk about it when they take it away, because <laughs> that will be a problem. <laughs> just Geo, dude, it's not it's not exciting. It's it's not that interesting. But I think I would have been more interested if they'd done both. I think that's the biggest divide for me on the whole day is I wasn't a big fan of True. I thought it was kind of meh as a release for the community day. But both of them being there made it more interesting just as a concept and they i thought maybe we would see that for the rest of alola and they've they've proven it wrong again
3: yeah that is do they do a regular a Kanto geodude community day I one day would riot would
1: riot <laughs> one oh man my riot God. <laughs> kyle would be setting just one car on fire by himself and no, we'll just on have top a it. community it's like day. kyle
3: that's your car <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the only <laughs> car I could find that I could get into these windows uh, are really thick
0: <laughs> and then the the last point I'm the complete opposite from Ken about the timing one personally because 11 a.m. is too early for me it's like when he's getting up <laughs> that's, like, that's like right when I've actually woken up for the day and <laughs> eaten breakfast so the 11 a.m. community days were always a little bit stressful for me but I really like the two to five because I really like being able to start my day at a reasonable pace, go play go, and then go out to dinner afterwards. That's kind of was my play flow, and that was very enjoyable because then you can relax. Potentially, whoever's with you can have drinks. I don't personally drink, and – Talk about the rest of your day, yeah, Chris raising his hand. Chris, it does. I, I do the drinking for I'm yeah. yeah.
1: That's right. I'm like two beers, like for both. I'm like both for me. Give, <laughs> give him. He wants water or Coke or whatever. That's fine. Oh, Pepsi, Pepsi.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm surprised that we don't. You know, with this being a Saturday community day, I would think that the two to five makes a little bit more sense on a Saturday and Sunday community days would kind of be the eleven to two. That way, you know, it's school night, work night, you know, that kind of thing. But uh. I just love the fact that we can disagree about everything and it doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah, everyone everyone is going to find their own response for the day in general. I'm sure a lot of people the stardust by itself it's enough. Like that's that's all it takes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like to have a conversation about that, about the things that really matter is to really just sort of reopen that whole six hours versus three hours can of worms again. And I feel like on both of our shows, we've talked about that to a degree. So if anyone wants to know what we all think, go go listen <laughs> to both of our shows when we talked about that. Uh, but I think overall this, I'm actually going to agree with Ken. I think it, it really is excellent because Alolan Geodude, despite the fact that we didn't get both, which is a bummer. The shiny is compelling at the geodude level. I love that orange. It's really good. And I think that they'll keep the two times candy and two times catch and receive geodude XL candy. Not because if they don't, they'll get yelled at because they shorten the time period, but because they have figured that that is the reasonable amount of time for a player that we're, you know, figuring if they're new, let's just say a, a level five trainer, they don't have very many geo dudes. They could still walk away with something that makes them feel good because with Go Beyond, it raised the ceiling on what we consider to be usable. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's just a balancing at this point in time, and I and I hope that it never goes away, but. We'll see, but really quick before I move on here, this new ticket gifting thing in, in its entirety uh, Ken actually alluded to it for a hot second. We're excited to announce that you can now give a gift to uh, you can now give a ticket to this community days, special research to a friend to give tap the special research ticket, then tap the gift button instead of the buy button. So, you know, not a lot of details on here on limitations, like, you know, could uh, could a parent still gift a child account? Um, a ticket or things like that. Like we don't know some of those specific details, but generally speaking, I think for 99% of us, this is going to be pretty straightforward and kind of wonderful. Like Ken was saying with this, with this uh, very generous 10 code giveaway, it would make giveaways like automatic. That's yeah, so super cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, you don't have to worry about the redemption codes outside of the game. You know, did I type this? Is it case sensitive? Yeah. All that junk. Yep. You Avoid it. I think it's a beautiful thing. It really is step in the right direction
0: for sure. I think it's amazing because I've been playing mobile games now for the more than a decade. You almost never see gifting in mobile games. It's always very, very selfish, very, very much what the single player buys for themselves. And I think I look forward to seeing this potentially be expanded into the rest of the the game.
3: It'd be super cool if it arrives as an in-game gift. Like a regular gift, oh, friendly yes. interaction gift. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Then and then they open it and it's like you're go you're gonna play some special research.
2: But what That's and then the question cool. is what happens if they buy it after you've already sent it? Or is like some am- sort of logistic thing? while
0: put. it's in transit? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make sure that the spaghetti code doesn't uh, yeah. <laughs> fry.
1: Yeah, I would assume that if it happens simultaneously, that probably when they tried to open the gift it would have an error. Or something like that. But but then would it get returned? Man, I don't know. Speculation Nation, brother. Who knows? <laughs> but I completely missed this. I actually wanted to start with this at the news section here. But Snuffle Community Day was this weekend. And, you know, for all of the conversations that I saw about it, uh, about it online and people having very hot takes some cold takes as well. It went pretty well. Like, it it was a lot of fun. Now, uh, we heard a little bit about Ken and Adam's experience, about where they were playing and, you know, IRL plays back. That's so awesome. Do you guys want to flesh that out a little bit more? Anything you didn't say about your experience on Saturday you'd like to throw out there?
3: So we had a pretty interesting thing because typically the New York City crew, I I live 15 minutes out of New York City. So the New York City crew plays at Bryant Park every community day. It's been the location that they've held their community days since the beginning. So when Niantic's main meetup was at the Seaport area, I reached out to the New York community and I was like, yo, you guys going to the Seaport? And they're like, definitely not. We're going to Bryant Park. So I I called Niantic and I'm like, yo, I know I said we was going to do this meetup, but I think we're going to do Bryant Park. Is that cool? And they're like, yeah, it's absolutely fine. And then, like three days before the meetup, Trainer Tips is like, "Yo, I'm going to the seaport," and I was just like, "Well, I guess there you go." <laughs> you know? But it, what what ended up happening, which was which was pretty interesting, was that the grinders, the hardcore players, still came to Brian Park, and there was a lot of people playing. The downside is they all had their head in their phones and they're just walking around in these subgroups. While IRL play was there, it was this interesting dynamic of people that were. So hardcore that they didn't even have time to talk. They're just like play, 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 mm-hmm. play, play, mm-hmm. um, chasing Hundos down. You know what I mean? Like it it was it was a much more strict gameplay. And it was like even gathering people for a photo was hard because people yep. just didn't want to stop playing. Sure. Um, so that part was really interesting. And then I think all of us at five o'clock had that immediate feeling of like, oh wait, we're done? Like, oh no, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. But it still felt Completely, I was completely satisfied with the event, and um, could that have had to do because I was in like this phenomenal environment? Absolutely, but the fact that I was left wanting more. There's been plenty of six-hour community days where I leave and I'm like spent, and I have like nothing yep. left in the tank. Oh yeah, this I was just like, all right, we're good to go. Like, let's get some, let's get some, some. I got a Shirley Temple, and <laughs> Niantic paid for it. So it tasted ooh, double good. <laughs> Adam, Adam, Adam drank a. I gotta call you out, Adam. Adam drank a rum punch, and
2: no, uh, no, no, no. couldn't walk happen. straight after. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. How big was the rum punch? There, it was like Adam. There
4: was, was like a little thing. <laughs>
2: I was like, "What they put in there? <laughs> not not very many juices. Let's say that. <laughs> not, <laughs> too much rum, not so much punch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely punched me. Yeah. There you go. There you no, go. but it
3: was. Uh, it was. It was New York City was amazing, and uh, we loved playing there, and it was cool for Adam because he got the the two times new poker stop XP. Mm, so yeah. Adam, you probably would you spend Adam like three four hundred new stops? almost
2: everything within that. Like everything in Bryant Park, but then also while driving through the city, I wasn't playing. Every time yeah. I was using my. I'm Poke a passenger. Plus. No, I was using Pokeball Plus. A passenger, and I'm I hit, and it was just like constantly going. It was just like burp, 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 just hitting hitting stop after stop <laughs> that, after stop. That was
1: a pretty good impression. That was pretty good. <laughs> can you can you do like yeah. a failed catch now too?
2: Sample that I, know, I love but it. But it was it was so like for me, I had such a blast. Being in person, reconnecting with humans it felt so good. It was the weirdest thing. And it's like I don't care how people were playing, I just wanted to be playing with people. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. So we were walking around. Um we just and it's like just we looked at everything. We were talking, getting to know people. Like I made a whole bunch of friends like on the spot, like they're like, Give me your trainer code. Like like you can't take that for granted. You know? Like yeah. that that is part of the experience. Like I had forgotten for so long what this game was about and this community day really put things into perspective. And up until I realized that Geodude was the Sakakis regionals. Every bone in my body and in my jellies was like i'm I'm hunkering down this community day and i'm gonna play in my town and try in my hardest to get our my my home community back together yeah, yeah. like everybody playing again because like that's what I want like that's it just felt so You're good a pillar of your community <laughs> that's no like that's that's literally how I felt I was just like I could do more i could be more here i, I mean, saw a different side to... of adam
3: to be honest I, I saw i saw a very reinvigorated adam after yeah after it's it's kind of like
2: it's kind of like watching uh these these online regionals like you're you're seeing people play the tcg mm-hmm. and your fire gets reignited And like that's literally how i felt that's I that's physically spectacular. there yeah, yeah. And it's like I can't I can't say enough of how much I enjoyed Stuff of Community Day. I got there a little late. It was very stressful. I everything oh, no. could have yeah. possibly <laughs> Adam going
3: coming in from the country and then all of a sudden gotta drive in them cities city blocks.
2: Yeah, he didn't like that <laughs> yeah, one. Well bit. GPS was like, Hey, you need to be over here, but I was where I needed to be. So I went around the block like twice trying to find the place that I was already at twice. Look, kids, big Ben. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it was it was a little stressful, but I we got through it and I ended the day having a blast. So good deal. I, I can confidently say
1: that we can probably echo a lot of those sentiments, but I'm gonna let Kyle take it from here. Uh the two of us played in Maggie Daly Park at the uh, go at the Niantic meetup location and it was filled with people but but go ahead Kyle I don't want to steal your thunder like Chris said it was
0: absolutely packed I was kind of surprised the line at the Niantic tent was several hundred feet long <laughs> it was almost a city block length <laughs> yeah and I think the one thing that stood out to me in, that I'm really thankful for. I looked at Maggie Daily park. Chris and I had played there before, just in general, not that many stops. Like it's an okay place, but it's not like, let's go play there. So we yeah. got there and it's lit up. They had, there was like maybe 30 or 40 Niantic sponsored stops within probably like a, like a two block loop or something like that. So it actually made the experience much better than I was expecting it to be. And I'm not the most social person, you know, being around people, uh, drains me. So (laughs) while I really enjoyed being able to get out and play with people at the end of it, I'm like, I am done. I had a good time, (laughs) but like, I need to be away from people now, please.
1: But that's why Kyle, you, you hang out with me at these events, because if anybody wants to talk to any of us, they just beeline to me. Chris Chris is like the (laughs) lightning rod in in public in large public crowds I'm the most approachable human being in the chicagoland area apparently yeah. <laughs> uh, how many times did we have somebody random come up to us and ask us about something at Just least this twice last that weekend? day yeah yeah uh, uh like two or three times at least yeah yep it was great I don't I like, I don't live here, but maybe that direction. I'm not sure. <laughs> Thanks,
2: man. Okay. See ya. Just confidently
1: <laughs> give the wrong answer. Just
3: like, oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. make, make somebody ask, and... ask
2: me. They're like, hey, do you know where this store is? <laughs> I'm from New Hampshire. <laughs> I'm not from New York. <laughs> that, I look that's like also new got York? new in it. You're like
1: halfway there, man. You know, come on. That's close. <laughs> no, but it was, it was Canada, incredible. Though. It was really uh, packed. But uh, there was enough space. Everybody was spread out. The humidity and the heat was a little bit much. And it was very windy if you got anywhere above the lowered area of that park. But it was spectacular. Now, I would also say that three hours at that pace and at that intensity was a bit much. And I was also like, oh, okay. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm done now for sure. I was kind of the opposite, though. It was
0: three hours was not enough because I also was socializing. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to catch stuff. I really did. I did not walk away with as many as I wanted to catch because at certain points, I'm like, you know, I just I can't. The phone will go away. The plus will catch some stuff. Socialize, you know,
1: face some people. We're going to do our goals at the end of the show. Because we have Ken and Adam through the news section here. But we both had set a goal of 20 shiny stuffle. And neither of us got there. Yeah. I got 20. Uh, did you? Nice. Okay. What about you, Ken? How, how many did you walk away with? I think,
3: I. you know, I, I'm a, a big person that says, like, I don't like to gauge my experience based on shiny count. But I, I think I ended with, like, 22. Nice. Pretty really good. There, was, really there good. was plenty of time where I was not in front of the phone, you know, and it's like, and, and, you know, an interesting bit of feedback that we heard from the community too, of like why people didn't go to the Niantic meetup was because it's only three hours. I need these three hours to play. Mm. If this was a six hour day, I would have went to the seaport for the Niantic thing because then I wouldn't feel bad about, socializing. And then like I had friends that went to the the seaport area and it was just like, yeah, we were all hanging out and talking. I did did the least amount of playing I've ever done on the community day. And I think that that's kind of, you know, uh, really speaks to the three hour thing. I just, it felt
0: at the end, I was like, I need one more hour. I didn't need a ton. I didn't need to double my experience. I just needed just a little bit more to feel like I got what I wanted out of the day. It's just like topping off the coffee cup. Just top it
2: off. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no room, please. There should be there should up. be a 15-minute window where you can either add it to the front or add it to the back. Yeah. <laughs> just a small something.
1: Like a January term in college. Just like, uh, do I want to take a credit here or take a break? Like, <laughs> that'd be awesome. It was positive, I think, for all four of us here. Now, I don't think that just because the event was great, it kind of takes away from the commentary, either for or against the three hour to, you know, from six hour community day. But for what it was, I, all four of us thought it was phenomenal. So if you can go out there and, and meet with some friends safely for this next community day. And if it's anything like Stuffle Day, you're going to have a great time. Awesome. So our next piece of news here is actually the next two pieces of news are sort of like thematically intertwined. We got a new dev diary. You might be like, whoo, time is a ticking! It's almost the end of the month. Well, that's true. Uh, but here we are. They made it at the buzzer. Way to go. <laughs> dev diaries and mega updates and mega evolution in Pokemon Go is coming soon. Trainers are very excited to announce that an update to Mega Evolution in Pokemon Go is now live in Australia and New Zealand, a.k.a. our global guinea pigs. They didn't write that. I said that (laughs) and will be available globally soon. Mega Evolution is an evolution that transcends all others. Mega Evolution temporarily changes a Pokemon's appearance, increases its strength. In Pokemon Go, trainers use Mega Energy to Mega Evolve their Pokemon. But with the latest Pokemon Go update, Mega Evolution will now be easier and more rewarding than ever before. (gasps) What? What? All right, go check out. There's two videos, and, and I, we're just going to link them in the show notes. You should go watch both of them. One's like a, like a, a featurette sort of thing. Like, here's what's going to happen. And then one, I believe his name is pronounced eBay, correct? Close enough. I'm getting some head nods. That's good. Uh, <laughs> he did an, an incredible job of explaining it, uh, you know, infinitum. And it was it's great. Very detailed. I would encourage you. But here's sort of an overview for our purposes here. Update overview. The highlights. Mega raids will be easier. You can now take them on with fewer people. You'll be able to Mega Evolve your Pokemon from raid and battle prep screens. Oh my gosh, quality of life rains down from the heavens. Pokemon you have Mega Evolved before will now have an additional visual effect added to their information page to commemorate this momentous achievement. We're implementing Mega Levels and changing how Mega Energy is used. Okay. So, real quick, because we're about to break into mega levels and other things like that. Let's talk about just a couple of these things up front that we can then largely sort of disregard for the rest of this. Uh, but mega raids will be easier. Now, I know in, in speaking with Kyle just this afternoon before we recorded, he was like, man, <laughs> I would love to be able to duo this or or trio this, right? Like, I, you know, soloing or duoing would be incredible, but what do we actually think is is reasonable to expect from this? Does anybody have a strong opinion? I mean, this is probably going to be like two to four people, right? I think okay. that that
3: you know, if you're doing something like a mega Pidgeot or something like that, you you know, this might you might be able to swing it with with two people. I think that that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a mega raid, right? It's still not a tier three. So I, I think I think that with there being certain legendaries that you can do with two two trainers, like I, I think you you know, saying that you'd be able to do a mega with two. Uh, probably isn't too far-fetched. All right.
0: I really just, I want to see two to be the standard. I don't want to, I would love it if two was just players with correct counters fighting it versus, say, doing a legendary where you want six correct counters all at level 40 plus all, you know, 90%, and, you know, you want it to be windy out. And I I want those circumstances to let somebody solo it. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to actually happen, but that's what I really would like to see out of it. I would do more Mega Raids if, like, just me and my girlfriend could do it casually.
1: Yeah, and I think Mega Evolution, especially from the way that it's sort of, like, presented now and utilized now... It's more of like an afterthought, like if, oh, if this had occurred to me, I probably would have done that. So yeah, this yep.
2: second thing is incredible, right? Adam, you're probably in the same headspace I am, man. Yeah. Every time because we talk about it. Every time we do a, a raid party, uh, yeah. like a battle party, whoop whoop, and it's just like insane because I'll be there, I'll be, I'll have my team, I'm ready to go, and I'm like. I'm just sitting why there looking. Is, why is
3: regular Gengar in my lead?
2: <laughs> it's like, oh, I should have been like, Mega wait, Evolved. Let me back out, everybody. Yeah, now. and I'm like, I don't yeah. know if I have... It's like 30 seconds left. I'm like, I don't know if I have time to back out and jump back in. Yeah, because it's, it's I quite never the animation. Time. You know? Yeah, it takes yeah. so long.
1: Yeah, so uh, you'll be able to Mega Evolve your Pokemon from Raid and Battle Prep Screens. That's incredible, and I feel like, uh, if nothing else, especially if you know that one guy in your Raid group that just never Mega Evolves and is sitting on all that energy, just... Distract them and tap their screen twice really fast and you're in the money. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Next thing we're going to be talking about in detail here from this article is this introducing mega levels and mega mastery, which is pretty cool. Being a Pokemon trainer is all about helping your Pokemon grow. And we're introducing a new way for you to do just that. Mega levels. Every time you mega evolve a Pokemon, you work toward increasing its mega level. You'll get more bonuses every time a Pokemon's mega level goes up, and these bonuses will stay active while your Pokemon is mega evolved. Uh, Every mega level grants various bonuses. Bonuses vary by Pokemon, and all bonuses will improve as a Pokemon's mega level increases. Uh, The current existing bonuses, if you're not too familiar with the system or you just... But never use it, Kyle. I'm looking at you. Uh, existing bonuses are <laughs> increased candy when you catch Pokemon that are the same type as your Mega Evolved Pokemon. This is probably the most commonly known reason to Mega Evolve, especially if you're the sort of person like only plays on events or on community days. You've probably heard this before. Um, and additionally, while attacking with a Mega Evolved Pokemon in a raid battle or a gym battle, the attacks of other trainers' Pokemon challenging that same raid or gym will deal more damage. This Pokemon's attack. Uh, attacks will deal even more damage if the attack is the same type as your Mega Evolved Pokemon. Now, this is probably the one that you have seen the most, even if you're not aware of it, uh, because it's kind of minimal. It's really super only useful for burning through raids in a raid train or a raid day or short manning. You know, so uh, I'm hoping we get to see some more more of that in the future. But here's some new bonuses. Hopefully, this will bring up the frequency of Mega Evolution. Increased chance of running Candy XL. When you catch Pokemon that are the same type as your mega evolved Pokemon, this should have been how it was in the beginning. I think we all kind of said that when this first came out, increased experience for catching Pokemon that are the same type as your mega evolved Pokemon and a Pokemon's rest period decreases as its mega level increases. So there's a cooldown period now, which is at the beginning quite a bit longer than what we're used to now, which is what? 12 hours, I believe. It's eight hours, eight hours. It's it's going to be like seven days at the level one. If from what I recall, looking at this information, seven is it seven
0: days? I, th- I thought it was 72 hours from what I heard from Australia, but I didn't yeah. pay a lot of attention this morning.
3: So uh, you, you might be have wires crossed a little bit. So the eight hour thing is how long the, the mega Pokemon is active as a mega. So mm-hmm. at eight hours and one minute, you can, if you have the the Mega Energy, you can just re-Mega that Pokemon. So what they're saying here is, and it, and it is a three-day cooldown, so I spend my Mega Energy to Mega Evolve my, my Gengar. And as soon as those eight hours run out, I can either use Mega Energy immediately, or I can wait a three-day cooldown. And at the end of the three-day cooldown, since I've already Mega Evolved that specific Pokemon... I'll be able to re-Mega Evolve that Pokemon without spending any Mega Energy. So it sounds like it's going to destroy the entire Mega Energy economy, but you could still use Mega Energy to to speed up that cooldown. So I don't want to wait three days to do it for free. I'll spend some Mega Energy to cut it a day short or whatever. Uh, Yeah. So it's a a super interesting concept, and I can't wait to talk about this little next section here, but I think this is is going to be massive for
1: the Mega Mechanic, for sure. Absolutely. Anybody else have any thoughts on some of these new bonuses really quick? Because, what, like Ken was alluding to, there is a little bit more to this and how mech energy is going to be utilized moving forward.
2: I'm excited, and I just hope that they revert some of the ones that I've already Mega Evolved.
3: Yeah, they, they confirmed it's going to be retroactive.
2: Okay, cool, cool. That's the only thing I care about, because I have Mega Evolved a bunch of my Hundos, and that needs to stay. Of course. Oh yeah, I that would be outrageous. Well, not outrageous. It'd be kind of disappointing. <laughs> if that it wouldn't be religious. outrageous. You you can you can be honest.
1: All right. I can be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest. <laughs> it's your show say, we, you can i would have said less severe, brother, but okay, I can go with that. <laughs> All right, but let's take a look at this little uh, additional change here. More Mega Moments, a one-time cost to Mega Evolve. With this update, after you Mega Evolve a Pokemon for the first time, you'll be able to Mega Evolve that same Pokemon again without using Mega Energy. So this is exactly what Ken was laying out for us. After Mega Evolving, your Pokemon will be fatigued and need time before it can Mega Evolve again. Once this rest period is over, that Pokemon can Mega Evolve again without using Mega Mega energy, you can use mega energy to decrease a Pokemon's rest period. The mega energy required to mega evolve a Pokemon will decrease as the Pokemon's rest period becomes shorter. That's pretty cool. So, you know, like let's. there's like probably going to be a conversion rate for time to uh, amount of energy. So, you know, <laughs> if you're 50% through that with that wait period, it'll be 50% of the energy cost to shorten it again um, or wait, like Ken was saying, and it'll be free. Kind of a cool change. If you mega evolve enough Pokemon, over time,
3: you'll be able to mega evolve a Pokemon every day without ever spending mega energy. Because you're just going to be rotating through your cooldowns. So <laughs> where before I would I had one Charizard that I mega evolve every time, you know, now maybe I'll have three or four different Charizard that I do because I know that on the on the boomerang, you know, I'll be able to do it for free. So it's just uh there's never going to be a time you're going to catch me without a Mega Evolve Pokemon, for sure. Awesome. So, I'm going
0: to hold you to that. So what we're saying now is I actually have use for all three of my Hundo Gengars, and I can yeah. you go. not there feel you bad go. about only Mega Evolving one of them. Any of them, of them shiny? Been, uh, No. I have an 89 shiny, but that's the oh. best. I get. Any level 50? Uh, No, I have the candy, but I haven't done it yet. What? I'm what? waiting until I actually get to the, the level that requires me to get something to fifty, and then I'll do oh, it. Oh, there you <laughs> go. There you go.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm I'm used to the whole what What are you doing? And he's like, ah, uh, here's this thing I haven't done, even though it was from two years ago. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> dude.
3: That's we forced We forced Adam to evolve like Canto Pokemon that he was sleeping on. Like God, I like, oh, like No, like, no I, we
2: don't I, talk about Bruno. was no. Like, how did you? Do? I
3: go. I go how have you never like? How do, how do you not have a Kakuna? Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm I am not that bad though.
0: I but it was like I I, I, I wait him. for the shiny
2: yeah. version. No. So he like, wants the shiny Dex entry. I didn't. Oh I didn't evolve. That's why you never finish your community day stuff. Maybe it's because I was too busy catching. I literally was catching so many stuffles. I was just like.
1: Mm -hmm. Excuses.
2: I mean, that's the sound Uh, of of catching stuffles nonstop.
1: Can you always finish your research, right? That's the first thing he does. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this must be the dynamic for (laughs) podcast duos. It's like, just like Kyle is Mister Never Finish a Research. Like
0: I'm still (laughs) on Mudkip to be honest. Oh my god! Hang on, on. no, I have to. (laughs) There's a differentiation here. There is one time where it reverses, and it's Community Day research. That's true. If I don't tell Chris. He won't complete it into the last fifteen minutes and be like, "I need to catch more." Stopple. Don't talk that, to me. Adam, I'm focusing.
3: Adam is stressed out at the end of any event that has timed research. <laughs> now, he knows, hey, how'd now, you guys do with the collection challenge? Did you get your gloom? First I did. Day. It, it took longer first day, than I wanted to. We had we had three mossy lures going at Brian Park the entire event. Not a single gloom spawned. Wow! And then Adam came to Jersey on Sunday, and we we went to the park to play.
2: Dropped a mossy lure for him. Got
3: the gloom. Like, awesome. We're well,
2: yes. not you're not telling the whole story, okay? You <laughs> called me, and you were like, a gloom just appeared because I was taking some AR photos of. Getting yeah, I'm my like, where Mega are you, guy. dude? I dropped you a lure, <laughs> and I booked it. I I ran over, and by the time I got there, it was gone. It and I was like, there. are you serious? Oh, man. <laughs> and then we moved away from it and you're like, we gotta go back to this to the to the lure to get the response. Oh. It's like I get a weeping bell. I'm like, I just need gloom. And it like it was like almost we just kept walking back and forth and like it was like towards the end of the lore, but we've definitely like finally got it. It like spawned and I was like, I don't see it, I don't see it, I don't see it. Oh no. That's and then incredible. it then it popped and I was like, Whew.
3: Adam and I did a high five like a sitcom. Like he actually hit me with like the <laughs> sitcom high five, like, yeah.
1: Pssh. I'm like, but all of your feet left the ground and you're yeah, yes. like, like for a Toyota, second. like the old Toyota. Hey, can you Only go? one of his feet
2: left the ground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's more like the foot pop, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Very, very cool. Uh, we also have one more event that, well, because we, we can't have anything happen in Pokemon Go without an event to celebrate it. Uh, so celebrate the global launch of the Mega Evolution update with Mega Kangaskhan and a Mega Moment event woo Trainers, Pokemon Go's Mega Evolution update is now live globally. So this is after it's uh, live. To celebrate this update, a new special research story, event, and Mega Raid will be available. First up, the special research. A new special research story with branching tasks. Our new favorite feature (laughs) is available to Trainers level 5 and up. Choose Venusaur, Charizard, or Blastoise and try out Mega Evolution for yourself. Uh, that's pretty cool i I like seeing the branching stuff in the special research um i'm a big fan of that i think any level of agency for the trainer is good even if it's just like you know one or two branching paths that ultimately lead you to the same place it's neat to have sort of like a customized experience for sure i
2: I really like this because i have yet to mega evolve my blastoise (laughs) because i don't have a hundo blastoise oh my god so it literally kills me to touch anything that's not a hundo in Mega. Oh my it. gosh, I'm
3: unclean. It was only ninety eight percent unclean. <laughs> if it's a, if it's not a hundo, it might as well be a one percent. I would yeah. I would say zero percent, but those are cooler. So yeah, that's I, no are yeah, cool. no, yeah, I, I like, got a zero
2: percent yeah young goose the other day. I was like, yeah, let's
3: go. No, but I I actually <laughs> gave some feedback to Niantica. I said that in regards to the branching storyline stuff, I go, this is really the only time. That trainers read what Professor Willow is saying, like there's, you know, I'm guilty of this too, and I I talk smack about myself. I'm like, all oh, these trainers, they don't read the writing, and it's terrible. Doesn't read and it. I I'm just like tap 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 tap. I never read tap, it. You and and, and, and then and then it's like I, I catch myself afterwards. I'm like, don't, oh, I didn't read it. And when they're, they they make this choice stuff happen, it it kind of slows people down. So I, yeah. I do appreciate that from that perspective because you know we know the writers. I want them to people to read what they write. You know, it's like, I'm so guilty of it. So no, I, I I love, I love the, I read choose your own adventure books as a kid. So this is,
1: this is awesome. I definitely read the dialogue outside of an event. That's timed. If it's in an event that's timed, I I never really read them either. I think I I make an effort in go fest to like read the first exchange, but then after that, I'm doing the first task. I'm like, all right, what's next. I'm in the zone, you know? So,
3: Yeah. I was like the answer is voiceovers and I was like, Oh wait, but we all play on mute. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: But I wouldn't if there was VO, I would not. I put one AirPod in and I'd turn the voices on for sure. For sure. For yep. sure. Yep. For sure. 100%. For sure. Sure, bro. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but one thing I do have to complain about is that the Niantic did not use an Oxford comma after Charizard, and so that's considered a sin in my book, but that's just me. Uh, a Mega Moments event, Friday, April 29th at 10 a.m. local time to Sunday, May 1st. Uh, at 8 p.m. local time. So it's for the entire weekend. Y'all, what a long singular event or moments, rather. Uh, Mega Kangaskhan enters the fray for the first time. I guess, Mega Kangaskhan will be appearing in Mega Raids. Mega Kangaskhan Raid Day will be Sunday, May 1st from 11 to 2 p.m. Similar time to Community Day. Oh, my gosh. Actually, the same time. Is this uh, Mega- Community Mega Raid, Raid
2: Day? Day? <laughs> Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. I think they need to rebrand the wording on this.
1: Maybe mega moment doesn't mean anything to me
2: yet. Maybe it will later to all
1: of us. I
3: It'll
2: don't know. Like, oh, you remember that one moment we all had? Remember remember we, we, had legend,
3: we had legendary raid hour. We had legendary lunch hour. Remember <laughs> something like that? Like
1: they've, they've, they've thrown a couple things around, but I think mega raid day will probably end up sticking. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Mega Kangaskhan will be appearing more frequently in Mega Raids during this time. Obviously, I hope so. You can receive up to five free raid passes from spinning gym photo discs during the event and up to two hours afterwards. And you have an increased chance of encountering shiny Kangaskhan. Now, just a a quick little reminder to people. Kangaskhan is a regional from Australia. So if you were not around uh, previous times when you got it, either previous events or during Kanto Tour, you know, this is a good chance to get one Don't let it pass you by Wild encounters during this event uh, Will be Pokemon with evolutions that can Mega evolve, so Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle Slowpoke, Ghastly, Mareep Buneary, and Snover And if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny version All of those can be shiny Now, of course, that is not the full list of Pokemon that are Able to mega evolve I those was Those are the, list say, of the ones, yeah, that are where's currently Where's my Torchic? Where's the exactly. Trico? Where's my yeah. Mudkip? I need my Mudkip For this task, come on we're all waiting, collectively, for Mega Swampert, man. All of us. It's buff gonna be dude great. Gets buff. <laughs> That's right. Field research rewards, event-themed field research tasks will be available. Uh, there's gonna be a random reward of Mega Energy when you complete those for any of the Pokemon capable of Mega Evolution currently available on go. That's actually more valuable than it sounds, uh, because in the past they've been rather guarded about what, or like, what amounts and what tasks and some of it was harder to get than others so this is pretty cool and kangaskhan mega energy will only be available by completing mega raids against mega kangaskhan so but keep in mind they're giving you the five free ones on sunday don't sleep on it that's right and then bonuses mega evolve pokemon will receive a cp boost so they're going to encourage us to use mega pokemon against said mega pokemon (laughs) all right that's all of them details i'm curious mega raid Day for Mega Kangaskhan Uh, any excitement anybody here being like "Nah, I'll pass no I'm excited I knew it I'll I'll pass I knew it (laughs) (laughs) no I'll I'll, I'll
3: definitely do this and uh, I think one it's just gonna be fun to beat up a kid with Kangaskhan's kids that's right I'm down for that no but I think that they're doing this the right way they need to do something to get people excited about Mega Raids and the way to get people to raid is to give them free passes. So they're they're pairing this properly, right? They're doing this the right way. Uh, the fact that they're doing, um, you know, other bonuses, ancillary bonuses is all good. But really, what it comes down to is the raid passes. And the fact that if you want free raid passes, you have to be IRL. You have to be doing non remote stuff. Again, it's just all these little soft touches that Niantic is doing to get us back outside. I am uh, I'm all for this. I think that. I love these little pocket events, rate hours, spotlight hours. So if they can somehow throw a, a mega rate hour into, the, you know, every each month's calendar or something like that, I think that would be a solid addition.
1: Especially if it means that we're going to consistently get mega releases. I'm absolutely also on board. Kyle was pointing out a few weeks ago to me. I can't remember if we did on the show or not, but they're taking their sweet time. You know, we're not going to get through them all anytime soon. Uh, if we keep this current pace. So if this stimulates that, I would love, love to see it more often as well.
0: I actually think it's it's a fine thing. I was mostly joking a few minutes ago because I'm, sure. I'm, I'm working that day. So I don't get to do it anyways. But.
2: I'm working as well. <laughs> but I think this might be a day where uh, the phone finds its way onto the shelf in front of or, me. Or hear me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a bit tepid. <laughs> little sweaty. A, a I need to tepic. go
2: home. Uh, Telling a little high right now. Yeah. Under, yeah. under
0: no circumstances is Mega Kangaskhan worth calling in sick for work.
2: No, I definitely want the hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if it was maybe like a Mega Legendary. or Like I can get it on
2: Saturday. You something. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can I go guess. play IRL yeah. and I've already got two free raid passes. You know what I mean? Y'all so, are stronger humans again, than I am. don't sleep on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But also...
0: Mega Kangaskhan is kind of trash in Go. It, it's it's garbage.
1: I mean, Whoa! But yeah. you could get
0: a shiny one. That's right. Yes, you're right, and that's okay. But like,
2: that's okay. We don't need. it. What's your favorite Pokemon? Let's just let's just get rid of that shiny. We don't need a shiny. <laughs> no, no. That's they can you can like it all you want, <laughs> but it's bad in Go.
1: Kyle, okay. I, I have to ask you a serious question. You still need. What it do to you fill have, Mega Dex? What do you have against single mothers?
4: <laughs> <But> no <laughs> one said it's a
1: single mother. You can't.
2: You can't prove it's it. implied. I feel like it's you implied. Can't prove that yeah, Do but we... it's technically it's isn't it like a bone?
1: No, no, that's, the, no, that's, that's, the that's, the that's fan those are fan theory. Those are fan, fan theories. those are fan theory that we all believe. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but isn't Clefairy or Clefable actually just Gengar, just dead? You're Again, reaching. It worked really
0: good in Gen One only, and then as soon as they fleshed out their world,
2: nope.
1: It'll get you every time. <laughs> Dang. Storytelling. You almost keep leaning into your mic. Are you going to say something? <laughs> okay. No, okay, I'm just okay. loving Adam's quirks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I mean, I, I hope, I hope everybody at home is looking forward to this mega update, because uh, if you've been listening to our show, uh, you know, Ken and Adams' show and every other, anything that talks about Pokemon go, not even a podcast, The mega system needing an update and the tweaks that have happened to what people wanted, what people didn't get, what people did get and they didn't want to begin with has been a point of contention and like a, a focal point just in general for the community since the feature has come out. And this looks so promising. I'm just like so excited because there was a group of people that were a little bit disappointed that the mega system wasn't just like how they wanted it to be or whatever. And maybe this still doesn't make those people happy but this definitely makes me happy and i know that there are other people like me that play so it could I, sway the opinions of others that's what mm-hmm. i'm feeling mm-hmm. absolutely you're right yeah uh, the fact that
3: they're they're adding the the mega levels it's that i mean th- that alone is going to be incentive for so many more people to to get involved with the mega mechanic so whether they like it or not we will have more megas out there, which means that everyone's going to do better in raids. So it's like it's a it's a good thing across the board. But the mega levels himself is just going to be enough to get the people that thought the mega system was mundane. Now they at least have a sub grind, right? They have something else to do, and a lot of times that's that's really all a go trainer needs is just a little push to see a number go up, and it's like, ooh, I guess I want to do this today.
2: Absolutely, that's right. <laughs> We'll get into it when we talk about goals, but uh that's like my buddy <laughs> trying to play with it every day. Yeah, oh it's, a grind, it's a grind, man. It's a grind, dude. I'm right.
3: toggling, I'm toggling between 20 blissy right now and my buddy. I'm 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 going best friend oh of my all my gosh! Your uh your gym I defender You're of just a joke. No, go. no, no. He's not I... he's not why would nope. you do this? Because
1: have you met Ken before? Yes. Yes, you I have. have. And
0: it's that that's that single sentence
3: makes me so upset makes me so upset <laughs> the, the number of times i'll switch my buddy into a blissey that i've already worked on for that day and it's like don't i gotta switch it back out <laughs> why aren't they named i have one that's named it's large marge but all the rest <gasps> of them hey no, no 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 we
0: can't you can't let this stay how, how are you going about this task of 20 interactions and you haven't even named them
3: 1 through 20 yet. It's the CP. I'm like, all oh, right, oh my mm, God. 2794.
1: Next up is 2822. Um, <laughs> it's like their <laughs> prisoner number is their combat power. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have one Hondo Blissey. That's uh, that's what oh, I'm working yeah. with. Yeah. I got Leon. one, too. I just got one. Yeah. I only have one. Yeah. Uh, did you rename it anything fun, though? That's the question.
2: No. I
1: don't, yeah, I don't rename anything and go. <sighs> I
2: used yeah, no, to be It's, like just, you. it's just 100% ZHDG yeah. for Zen Headbutt and Dazzling Gleam. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> Function over
3: I, fashion.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I we have know, a yeah. SKU number for a name.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah. Zero, zero, 0016. In- incredible. Anybody zero, zero, 0016 has a, uh, a combination of Zen Headbutt and Dazzling Gleam. Bingo.
1: Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. Yahtzee, baby. All right. So that's the end of the news section, which unfortunately kind of brings our time with Ken and Adam to a close here. But like I've said before, it will not be the last. Uh, But we do have a little tradition here. Every single episode, we set some goals. And even if you're not going to be here next week, it's always cool to hear what other people are currently working on. So... Why don't we have Adam go first? You seem to be pretty prepared. You had it in your mind's eye before this even came up. So what are you working on, man?
2: Um, I'm working on trying to complete my level 45 challenge of no not, Not that's not it. What is it? oh the master rework that's what i'm on
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh it says earn a
2: heart with your buddy 30 days in a row okay i went 17 days and then forgot to (gasps) play with my that was me too that was me too same same and i got so upset i was so upset and then it went three days and then i forgot again and i was like no no (laughs) so right now i'm at 16 Um, i don't want to say where i'm at right now uh hold on kyle no now you gotta because you need to know this for next Um, tuesday yeah kyle did you forget more than once i i forgot twice
0: once once just pure my own fault and the second time i had like a lot of stuff going on i literally just didn't open go at all that day and had forgotten i'd like Um, to be a day 23 (laughs) hang on one second my game is taking forever to open I did get my heart today, so I haven't forgotten. That's good. So you're, you're at least at sister. one. I'm, I'm at least at one. Okay. Okay. It's not. It's not going to open. Game hates me today.
1: All right. If you had to guesstimate, what, what are you looking at? Uh, seven or eight. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just All right.
0: Didn't wait for that answer, by the way. If uh, he edited in post, he said that before I said.
1: No, remember. it was after you said it for me. <laughs> I don't know about you, man. <laughs> All right, uh, Ken, what about you? Goals? How are you looking? So uh, I've
3: I've been on the friendship grind a lot lately, so I'm going to shoot for, since I'm not coming back and I don't have to wrap this up in a week, I'm going to set this out to a lowland Geodude community day and try to go best with 20 trainers. On a lowland community, lowland goal, nice. uh, lowland Jewdo community day. Yeah, so we'll go for 20, 20 besties. Makes
2: me. Oh, sick. That's too easy. Oh my god, that's you gotta have easy. a hard goal, like uh, like earning hearts with your buddy. You know, what would be a hard <laughs> goal, like like don't play
3: Pokemon Go for a day. I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd fail. I would not yep.
0: Reset <gasps> all of your streaks because they're probably yeah. all one day apart.
3: Oh god, no, that would that hurts me. There there was one time where I had a blizzard in New Jersey and I couldn't get out I was literally snowed in we got like over a foot and it broke my heart and it was like I had to like not spin a stop that next day it was like (laughs) oh my I was my eyelids were twitching
1: (laughs) Just clawing at the walls pulling down the wallpaper like I just gotta get I need a spin (laughs) (laughs) where my snow pants at that's awesome going out Uh, All right. Well, Kyle and I are going to be setting our goals at the uh, end of the show when we review the ones we set before. So thank you very much, Ken and Adam. And uh, I'm sure I'll harass you in some capacity if I remember to. So I'll have to set a reminder. But uh, before we wrap up our time here with the two of you today, why don't you leave us with uh, contact information where people can find you, exciting stuff coming up, whatever you want to plug. Sure.
3: So uh, the easiest way is just to go to PokemonProfessor.com. That's our website. You can Find links to all of our shows. You can actually listen to all of our shows on that site as well, and uh, maybe get turned on to some TCG. We're always trying to preach the TCG, so uh, definitely check out PokemonProfessor.com. You can get uh, connected with all our socials there, and uh, in our Discord for Patreon, uh, Patreon Discord, we do uh, we do prize tournaments every month. So um, yeah, we've been we've been having some good ones lately, paying out you know hundred bucks. Wow,, for, uh, for tournaments every month, so it's uh it's been pretty solid, so we're we'd love to get some some new blood in because uh we've had the same couple people whooping everybody's butt every month and I'd <laughs> love for some new 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 trainers to come in and and be a new share things out that's yep. right, but uh that's really it, man. thank you. Thank you both so much for for having us on it's uh it's always good, we really to, appreciate to it. not have to edit a podcast. I'm <laughs> so excited.
1: And likewise, thank you so much to the two of you for hopping on. I think the last time we had just Ken, because Adam, you were busy and I missed you. And that was, oh, so long ago now. So it's just so great to see and catch up with you, too. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. Love you guys. Love you, too, man. We'll catch you, too, on the flip side. And let me come back from a short little break here. I know we're really just uh, taking from the the Lured Up playbook. Uh, We're going to be going into Pokalore because Gear Up was all of that mega talk. Didn't you feel that meta conversation? We did. All right, see you on the other side. All right, and welcome back. We're going to be picking it back up, like we said, with Pokalore. And this week, we're going to be covering who should be a brand new face for all of us, considering that we just had this event last week with the reveal slash release slash debut, whatever you want to call it. I think debut is the word they prefer. So there, let's just use that. Oranguru, the sage Pokemon or Guru. I'm going to pick Oranguru and stick with it. I have yet to confirm the pronunciation. <laughs> Kyle, have you out of curiosity? No, I keep going back and forth every time, (laughs) Okay, with with no exception. I'm sticking with Orangaroo for this read so that people don't want to turn off the podcast midway. How about that? Okay. (laughs) All right. So, Orangaroo is a simian Pokemon resembling an orangutan. While most of its body is covered in white fur, its hands, feet, and snouts are bare with its light gray skin visible. The fur around its head and under its chin is longer and creates the impression of a long beard. It has a broad, flat nose and a black area around its eyes. Underneath each eye is a yellow ring marking, which is encircled by a light blue ring marking. In the center of its forehead is a yellow marking shaped like a four-pointed star. A cape of purple fur covers its back and is divided into many wavy clumps with strands of orange and light blue throughout. A Orangaroo holds a fan created from green leaves woven together with its own purple fur. How industrious. Love it. (laughs) This solitary Pokemon spends its time deep in the forest, meditating high up in the trees. While it is not normally active, it will provide food to hungry Pokemon and give medicine to injured ones. It has even been known to use human tools or items, including Pokeballs. It has a lofty attitude and will give other Pokemon orders. This can make them difficult Pokemon for trainers to handle. Ancient people actually thought Orangaroo were people and called them the people of the forests. Orangaroo does not get along with others of its kind, often battling out their wits for superiority. It will also occasionally venture to the beach to match wits with Slowking. And apparently, according to the entry, this is the only Pokemon that's known to learn the move Instruct. I've never actually used an Orangaroo in the main series games, so I couldn't even begin to tell you what that experience is like. Uh, and and Kyle, you didn't really play Alola. So I'm assuming that you don't <laughs> nope, got nothing thing. for you. Yeah. Single stage Pokemon very rarely get onto my team. So they're very boring.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: But I, I have grown a new attachment to several of them and go. I don't know. It's just kind of fun. It's very like one and done clean. You know, I, I like that. I, I like them and go. But with the way that the main series games progress, it just feels bad to me yeah i can i can appreciate that their power curve is is so wild although it's Mm -hmm. funny because like when when you go against trainers that have them more often than not when they know what they're what they're doing they have like the right set of moves like oh i get it (laughs) i got my butt kicked by many a zangoose while playing uh, uh the main series games in the past but it's a different Pokemon, different story stats for a Rangaroo though. Max CP at level 40 is 2450 and a level 50 is 2770. AKA not very impressive. Uh, stats is 207 stamina, 192 defense and 168 attack that 168 attack, uh, Makes me cry. Single tear shed for a kangaroo. Best move set, if you could call it that, is confusion with a foul play and either future sight or psychic. It's really kind of up to your discretion at this point. I think personally, I would go for psychic, knowing that it is pretty strong. Although future sight is also nothing to sneeze at. Kyle, any use for this Pokemon? Do you think? I, I'm not. I'm not really buying it at the moment. No, not really.
0: Yeah, I, I will say I'm surprised it's Dex entry doesn't mention uh, Passimian at all. Yeah, yep. And that that's about it. It's it's an okay Pokemon. Again, single stage is kind of boring. I will say the model looks really bad in Go, just because of the way the rest of the game contrasts it. Sure, it looks like it's been photoshopped into every picture that I've seen so far.
1: You know, I kind of disagree. I was taking a look at it in my phone when I was looking at this uh, Pokedex entry, and I don't think it looks all all, all that all that bad. I feel like most Alolan Pokemon sort of have that feel to them. Like, I feel like Rockruff also is sort of like almost embossed, you know, no, but like like when you put them against the stark green background that
0: we all play with because nobody actually uses AR or AR plus in this game. Yeah, it's just it doesn't look like it exists. Hmm. There's something about the design of the Pokemon, which by the way, I think is fine. And it's hmm. actually when you read it, it's pretty complex when you compare to earlier generations of Pokemon. I think this is in Alola where they really started to crank up the complexity of their designs.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you and I reference Sandy almost every single time that we talk about Pokemon designs that sound bad but are incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sandagas is cool but yeah I'm, I'm also a little bit surprised they didn't talk about Pissimian here because if you're not familiar with the alolan region Pissimian is also a single stage pokemon it's his counterpart it's bam it's a baboon based pokemon and this one's an orangutan uh and so it's it's similar to like zangu's and seviper like other counterparts pokemon hitmonchan Hitmonli, just like and- that
0: but moon- and I believe, I correct me if I'm wrong. They were also sun and moon exclusives.
1: Uh, that sounds about right. I mean, Zangoose and uh, Saviper were, you know, Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan were. I think they have one of those in just about every single uh, generation. So
0: yeah. So Oranguru is from Moon and Passimion is from Sun.
1: Yep. Yep. It's interesting because if you look at them, you could probably see like an argument for one evolving into the other, which is kind of strange. Uh, but it's just because they're both monkeys, you know. Um, but yeah, enjoy Orangaroo. <laughs> and uh, a Psymbian is on the horizon. But that's it for a We hope that you're enjoying your orangutans from this past week. Uh, now we're on to the poke pole Last week's poke
0: pole was, we're a rather positive bunch, but let's shake it up this week. What would the worst event ever in Pokemon Go be like, in your opinion? Bonus points if you model it after an existing event structure.
1: I got to say, this might be one of my favorite questions we've ever asked. Um, I pulled a lot of these answers from our patron discord, uh, but I would encourage you, if you have time, because I couldn't bring all of the answers in, go look at our Twitter post. Those answers are also (laughs) fantastic. Big fan. First response is from Toby Wan Kenobi. It's a great
0: name. Amazing name. Loved all the gatekeeping episodes in this episode that would make events just straight awful. I would create a Halloween event, except all the thrown Pokeballs would go straight through ghost Pokemon, including (laughs) dual type Pokemon. Since they're incorporeal and can't be touched, the only way to land a ball would be if the ghost Pokemon happened to be moving or dodging. Thinking Ghastly doing its side to side swoop. Or attacking the trainer. Even if you landed a throw, there would be no guarantee of catch. Normal odds, depending on a type of ball and raspberry. It would be hilarious if Niantic did not tell players about this mechanic and we just kept throwing balls and seeing them fall through the Pokemon. I would lose it. <laughs> if I had to hit a Ghastly as it was swooping side to side. Oh my God. Yeah, but you're the sort of person that would figure this out by accident. Exactly. And yeah. then I would not catch any more ghastly for the duration of the event because, <laughs> yeah,
1: it would be it would be a fun change for like two hours, and then yeah, never yeah, like one play session. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> but That's great though.
0: The the Pokemon would have to be like hyper aggressive, like they're always attacking, just to like change it up.
1: Yeah, exchange the frequency of them standing still for whatever the coding is for their dodging. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So when you first start playing,
0: you're like, oh, my God, they're so aggressive. I can't throw anything. And you wait for the one window where they're not aggressive. And then you
1: throw the Pokeball and it goes through them. Oh, perfect. (laughs) This is a perfect idea. This next response is from BNC Prime. Trainers we're excited to announce that Arceus, the alpha Pokemon, will be coming to Pokemon Go in the grand return of EX Raids. To tie in with the Pokemon Legends Arceus game, invitations to the EX raids will only be given to trainers that have caught all other Sinnoh Pokemon currently available through uh, all other Sinnoh Pokemon currently available within Pokemon Go, including Pachirisu, Chatot, Carnivine, both forms of Shellos, and Gastrodon, and Mime Jr. <laughs> oh my gosh! So now we would be okay. Yeah, we're 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 okay. We would be okay, but the vast majority of people would not be okay and probably would never be okay for that no <laughs> that's no. oh my rough. god i love i love it that it's like we look at that and like oh that's difficult that's interesting but we both are like gosh everybody would hate that <laughs> it's a cool idea though but but truly terrifying which is what we're going for yeah so th- absolutely Fingers absolutely crossed, we see nothing that resembles that ever in reality
0: <laughs> next one is from zizzy b they said we heard you like mudkip So here's Mudkip in a dozen different hats, all appearing at the same time. None of them can evolve, and they are the only thing spawning for eight
1: hours. (sighs) Also, they only give one candy each. I was about to say because there is some some benefits here with (laughs) XL candies and candies. Got to be careful. Don't want to give XL candy allowed. (laughs) No value. No value. Clifton B said trainers were excited to announce the release of Shiny Goomy. During this event, Gumi will appear in raids, and if you're lucky, you could find one while using a rainy lure. For the duration of this event, remote passes will be unavailable in the shop. Also, (laughs) Gumi will not be available in eggs for the duration of the event. Once the event is over, shiny Gumi will not be available again until later.
0: How long is this event going (laughs) to be?
1: I think any event that had this would be too long. Think it's a, like a weekend, like a one day yeah, thing? That sounds like a weekend thing to me. Oh my gosh. I'd, I'd rate it. You just, all you have to do <laughs> is just constantly <laughs> buy lures.
0: <laughs> that's all. No, you just,
1: you got to actually go to your gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't buy remote raid passes. Oh, I see. That's, that's a fair, that's a fair thing. Oh, my gosh. And that is that is pretty Niantic brand because they've been trying to get us to come together. That's pretty funny. Now, if you wanted to make it
0: so that there was an event where the only way to encounter the featured new shiny
1: was from lures. ooh, ooh, that'd be up there. Yeah, that's going to be a no go for many of (laughs) us, Mm -mm. especially how this collection challenge shook out this past weekend for a lot of people. No, thanks. Next one's from Loxus. Hope I pronounced
0: that right. My idea is just the April Fool's Day event from this year in its entirety, but because it's April Fool's Day, Ditto spawns are disabled for the duration, both a funny prank and incredibly frustrating and completely pointless. It has to include the research, though, so everybody walks away with the day with an uncompleted
1: research. No. Yeah. No, and then you can't finish it. It was, it was that. We all just missed it. And yeah. because of that, it would be okay if we, like nobody could complete it. I, it would still... Drive me insane! You'll finish it eventually when you catch more Ditto. <laughs> no, imagine if it was timed though, and it was impossible to do. That would be hilarious. I would, would cry. I would cry. Yeah, yeah. You would know
0: for all of eternity that it's just you're just one short.
1: It was the one. Or if
0: it was a collection challenge, just one no, one thing. No, catch a Ditto.
1: Don't touch my elite badge. <laughs> don't do it. Well, uh-uh. you'll you'll
0: forever know. That the one person who had a ditto in their research stack from like <laughs> three years ago is the only one who completed it.
1: They had three. Catch three transform Pokemon. And they're like, oh, wow. I never thought I'd have to. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, thank you for that one, Loxus. This next one's from Maz 618 It's a raid event where they turn off all shinies unless you do 12 in-person raids in a day. <laughs> then the 12th raid of the day is a guaranteed shiny. They also have a box in the shop for 1050 coins. For eleven rate passes and thirty pokeballs and three potions. <laughs> so what's funny is that this sounds like a terrible joke, but uh, a lot of gotcha games do this. i i I'd do it. I would probably do it too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess it depends on how the the guaranteed shiny translates.
1: yeah, but but the mismatch uh, that you know the the old the old thing of like why do hot dogs come in packages of of six and buns come in packages oh, of eight God. or whatever, right? And this is just like that. That mismatch. That's so funny. It would drive a lot of us nuts.
0: <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be buying it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Yeah.
0: Next one's from Devon. They said, so if GoFest had to be the same location every year, this is in response to last week's yes. two weeks ago, PokéPole. I feel like it should be a central location for everyone. My idea is Kansas City. It's not a gigantic city, but it's big and has plenty of housing. There are big parks near downtown and there's plenty to do. Best of all, it has great barbecue and the people there are from the Midwest. So they are pretty nice for the most part.
1: Unless they're driving in Chicago.
0: <laughs> I can, <laughs> I can respect a central location for sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So uh, I apologize. Yeah, that one did, that one did sneak in there. I meant to separate it out, but thank you, Devin for writing in uh, with an answer to the previous poke Uh I didn't want to leave you out. So, so there you are. <laughs> Uh, this next one's from Love the Terrace. Hello, Kylie. Chris, first time emailer. My answer for the question of the week is a go tour with a purchasable ticket that gives the player a limited research. But the research is a collection challenge of every Pokemon in the region, legends included. For many, I think this would be too tedious. But some people, Chris, <laughs> that's me, would grind this out for their medal. Thanks for taking the time. Love the Terrace. Yeah, I'm going to come clean. Absolutely. I would do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. No
0: problem. But you have to make it for Hoenn. Oh. Only. Okay. Because Keckleon doesn't exist So it's just, it's yeah. going to sit there un- incompleted. As we're talking about making the worst event possible, it's just, come on. I'm, it I'm writes little, itself.
1: I'm a little nauseous, even just conceptualizing this. Last response from Ted. And he said, Hello, Kyle and Chris. I present Tyrogue
0: Research Day. Uh Uh-oh. Trainers, as Fighting-Type Pokemon continue to continue to be needed to take over gyms, you can look forward to a limited research event featuring the Fighting-Type Pokemon Tyrogue. Tomorrow, that's enough time to plan, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. local (laughs) time, you can complete event-exclusive time research tasks that lead to encounters with Tyrogue. This Tyrogue will be exclusive with a tiny, barely visible monocle. (laughs) Be ready to rake in the experience, as every task will be to land excellent curve throws five times in a row. (laughs) Note, we haven't been able to add monocle forms of the Pokemon that Tyrogue evolves into, so evolution is not possible for this exclusive costume Pokemon. Signed, Ted, a.k.a. Arkham Patient. That's awful. (laughs) it's <laughs> awful
1: that's amazing not only is
0: high Rogue not useful in any capacity
1: oh man i love how it's like not even something that like fits it's not like they put like boxing gloves on them it's a tiny monocle like yeah. what <laughs> can
0: you picture evolving into hitmon lee with a tiny monocle
1: what if what if hitmon lee chan and Top all have two monocles instead <laughs> you know i still want to see a, a hitmon lee with two monocles yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, well, or, and then the, when the Hitmontop spins, they like fly out <laughs> and spin around. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think the best part about this is the is the little bit of shade at the timing. Tomorrow, that's enough time to plan from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. local time. That's so funny. I I love it. Very meta. This week's Poke
0: With the changes announced to the Mega System coming to Pokemon Go, how do you think it will impact how you play,
1: if at all? I suppose.
0: Now here for me, I don't know if it's because of the changes itself being amazing improvement necessarily, but I will try and actively take more part in the mega system just in general because I don't take part at all right now. I have a mega evolved three Pokemon, literally. And one of them was this weekend. No, no. I mean, I've done more than three mega evolutions. Just I've only mega evolved three specific Pokemon oh, ever.
1: Oh, I was like, man, I, I was there for that. I feel honored. <laughs> no, wow. no. I've I've evolved <laughs> that that specific
0: uh, Pidgeot probably like four or five times now. Oh, okay. when you need that normal or the flyer
1: for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, this is probably going to go the route that Team Goat Rocket has gone for me. Where at first I was like, I don't really see a lot of reason to engage with this system consistently. But with these changes, it really looks more fleshed out and like I have more um, agency over mega in with a Pokemon. Like being able to improve my experience with the system on like a a fundamental like currency level with the Mega um, energy and all that sort of stuff. Like every it makes much more sense to me before it seemed segmented. It was like I could take it or leave it. This really doesn't make or break anything for me. We're going to take down this raid boss anyway. It does Mm -hmm. not really matter. And by the time I think about things or remember them like, oh, I should mega for this same type catch candy or whatever. It was like it's always like halfway through the event or towards the end of the event. I'm like, oh, why do I even bother at this point in time? This is the sort of thing that I can sit down and do and think about and plan ahead for the event in a way that's tangible yeah you know because like it's just something else to work on with your buddy too potentially if you have a buddy that can mega evolve it's just better (laughs) so much it just feels like
0: it just feels like there's value Mm -hmm. like it actually feels like there's value to taking part in the system whereas the most value i personally felt out of the old slash current system was the plus one candy
1: yeah so uh, I suppose both of our answers are yes, although I'm much more confident that I'm going to be engaging with it consistently than I think Kyla is. You're going to give it a try for sure, but uh, yeah, uh, are yeah. you I mean, if I, I
0: I think the real deciding factor for me is going to be how difficult the Mega Raids actually turn out to be.
1: Yeah, I hope we can solo them, man. I'm telling you. I low. mean,
0: I don't see that happening, but I want them to be a very straightforward or simple duo
1: yeah that'd be great that'd be great but anyway dear listener if you have an answer to this week's question which was again with the changes announced to the mega system coming to pokemon go how do you think it will impact how you play You can answer the question when we post it on social media. That's just pretty much Twitter, at GoCastPodcast. If you're a patron of ours, we have a PokePoll channel that you can answer the question when it's posted. Uh, More about Patreon and patronage at the end of the show. But if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, you can do that as well, to mail at GoCastPodcast.com. But don't forget, you can also leave us a voicemail, to 262-586-7717. And boy, howdy, do we have some emails and voicemails for you this week. But... First and foremost, we're going to toss it on over to Fish. DeFi is off this week. Fish is going to be doing a special episode with a special guest, and they're going to be covering the deep dive, and they're going to be covering a deep dive into Firefly Cup and much, much more. Over to you.
6: Hi, I'm Fish Onahita.
7: I'm Lulipa. I'm Mama Climes.
6: I'm and Ryan. And this is PvP Corner, the PvP segment that is four-fifths of the Planeteers. So, DeFi is not here this week, so I've asked the streamers from the Powertown PvP YouTube and Twitch channels to come and join me for this week. How are you guys doing? Awesome! Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm really glad to have you here. Um, I thought we would just introduce you all by asking you where your names came from. So, Lily Bear, let's start with you. What's behind the name Lily Bear 26?
7: Oh, my Lord. Okay, so my name was made by a friend that I had because I'm terrible at making up gamer tags and I needed one. And they said, hey, what about this? 26 is my favorite number because it's my favorite AFL player.
6: AFL player being Australian rules football for <laughs> those uninitiated. MC?
8: Yeah. So um my name comes from the fact that I enjoy climbing rocks. And um back when I was pregnant back in 2018, I started a blog for other pregnant moms that wanted to continue climbing. And therefore the uh, Gamer tag Mama Climbs, seemed fitting. So yeah, that's the one I've kind of been using for Pokemon Go and other games since then. And Ryan. <laughs>
6: Where does that name come from?
9: <laughs> uh, well, it, Ryan is my middle name. And so I go by Ryan. Um, and oh, I actually did not know that.
6: Yeah, yep.
9: So, uh, so I picked Hisui and Ryan because um, I started playing Legends of Arceus, uh, which is the Hisui region, uh, right as I like filled up my piano studio for the first time and kind of got on my feet after the pandemic stuff. And so, um, so it just kind of felt like a, a fresh start. So Hisui and Ryan is my name now.
6: What's your actual first name?
9: Uh, Brendan is my first name.
6: Brendan, wow. Yeah. Nice to meet you. All right, so uh, with the introductions done, let's get into our headlines. We are currently in the Master League and Kanto Cup, which is the cup where only Pokemon with the Pokedex number of 1 to 151 are allowed, including regional variants of those Pokemon. And it is also Triple Stardust. Guys, what have you been running? Have you been playing either one of those leagues? What have you been seeing?
9: You know, I haven't jumped into Kanto Cup just yet. Um, I don't have anything for Master League. I think uh, Maxed Beware will be my first Ooh. Master League pick. But for Kanto Cup, I think I'm gonna uh, build around my guy Hisuian Electrode. I
8: haven't quite
9: figured out how to master it just yet, but um, but I'm excited to dive in and, and find some more spicy picks as well.
8: Yeah, I've been having some fun with uh, Return Machoke. Uh, Ooh, with wow. Legacy Cross Drop. So I've been going real spicy in Canto Cup. And you know what? It's been working out. It's slightly bulkier than its uh, Big Brother Machamp. And Return hits everything hard. And so I just wanted to run like a double counter team for all those
7: Licky Tongues, Chanseys, and other normal types. So. That's been a lot of fun. I have not jumped into Kanto Cup yet, um, but Nidoqueen Queen is always a solid pick. Um, so I'm sure I'll build a team around that shortly.
6: And the triple Stardust is amazing. I'm, I'm feeling like just throwing a team together, like I don't care what it is. I might not even look just so I can play some of these battles and get the three-time Stardust.
7: Yeah, so uh, from May 3rd to May 10th, we're going to have Great League and Flying Cup available in GBL. Um, So I hope you all have removed frustration from your Shadow Aerodactyls and flying types only are allowed in the Flying Cup.
8: And then the following week, May 10th to May 18th, we're going to have Open Ultra League with Element Cup. So Element Cup is another little cup league. So there's a 500 CP cap. Um, and the only types that are allowed are the elements of water, fire, and grass. So, kind of RPS y, but it should be interesting. And yeah, you're only allowed to use basic form Pokemon that can still evolve. I believe Seal with Ice Shard is a pretty good safe swap because um, it can still hit those grass types pretty, pretty well. Um, Quick Attack Vulpix, I think, is pretty, pretty safe too. But yeah, it should be an interesting cup for sure.
7: I'll definitely be using the uh, starter team. Yes. I love that.
9: I imagine my ducklet will make an appearance. It's just (laughs) too cute to not use.
8: Right. And that's another one that does well against, you know, it's a water type that does well against grass types. I love that
9: Brave Bird. Okay. For our Nemesis wrap up, we've got the GoCast tourney just finished and big congrats to CamoMcG08. And close behind him is Mama Climb ZT Smith, twenty-two, and Astro Zombies. So, congrats to all of you guys! Um, how, how did you guys do in Nemesis Cup? Uh, for me, this has actually been my fourth sylph meta uh, ever, and it's it's just something to hit right. I'm really loving this meta. Um, I'm doing really well. It's the the first time I've gotten gone positive in uh, a couple of, of tournaments here. Oh, congrats. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, Denny has been my MVP, and uh, Zwilus as well. That um, Dragon Breath on Lee just really starts starts chunking health pretty <laughs> fast, and so that's been really fun. Uh, how's that been going for you guys?
6: So up and down for me. I have either swept a team or been swept by a team. There's been no in-between. At uh, different points in the month, I've had to deal with, like, insufferable lag, Um, and other times the game has been working fine and I've just played terribly.
7: (laughs) I had two of my best results in tournaments this month and also two of my almost worst. Um, But my uh, Lucario and Raichu were really clutch
6: in my team. I know you were using the Lucario. I haven't seen you using the Raichu very much.
7: I haven't used it very much, but when I have used it, the wild charge is just annihilating everything. Yeah. Um,
8: I really enjoyed Nemesis. I was having a hard time in the beginning building for it with the kind of slot type of cop it was. Uh, I was, in most of the tournaments, I was using Mawile, which is my favorite Pokemon of all time. (laughs) So I was very happy and I got to use her a lot, actually. Uh, And then in the GoCast tourney, I ended up using a completely different team, um, which... uh, Worked out fairly well. So, yeah, it was a fun month, uh, except that I ended up ranking a 3 1, but that's okay. We live and we learn.
6: (laughs) Um, And we always like to feature one particular team from the GoCast tournament to just uh, break it down and kind of analyze where the wins might be coming from. And this time, because DeFi is not here, we thought we would would take her team apart uh, where she doesn't have the right of reply. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so for this tournament, she used a chestnut, a gorgast, a Lolan grimer, lapras, kindra, and victini. Of those, I think the gorgast is the only one you could probably call common. Um, victini, I did see a few of, and it was pretty difficult to deal with with the combination of confusion damage and that incredibly high damage B create.
9: Yeah. So Victini, um, I faced Dino from the BTW podcast uh, and he just absolutely destroyed with, with that. Um, I actually didn't know its moves and that match. Uh, you know, the nice thing about losses is uh, you know, you lose and you learn. And so now I know Victini's <laughs> counts because, uh, because I got destroyed by one this, this uh, month.
6: Kingdra is a really interesting one. Normally that double water and double fire, resistance really really elevates a kingdra but i don't think there was that much water and fire running around so you're really what are you using it for like the dragon breath damage or
8: yeah i think it's just dragon breath is always just so oppressive as long as you're not up against a mawile which triple resists those dragon breaths uh (laughs) (laughs) i think kingdra just does a lot of damage wherever it goes and it can kind of get those Octosukas off fairly quickly and potentially debuff those opponents.
6: And I guess having that double fire resistance would come in handy in certain situations because both her fighter and her anti-fighter are weak to fire. So I think the fighter and anti-fighters were kind of built in a way that made them a lot of people's go-to Pokemon. So I'm guessing that if she came across a fire user, then that would actually change her whole strategy to leaning more towards like your Lapras and your Kingra rather than what she'd mm-hmm. normally do maybe, which was the chestnut and the Gorgast. And just, I like a Lolan Grammar.
8: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just cool. I love it. <laughs> It's just cool.
6: It's awesome. To our next order of business, we had the European internationals in Frankfurt, Germany during the week. And this was such a big moment for Pokemon Go PvP in general because Pokemon Go was just front of stage. I remember watching some of the broadcast and it was, you know, they had the video game championship happening like to the left and they had the card game happening to the right and like right in the center was Pokemon Go getting prior to play. So they really made an effort to show the world like, hey, this is a real thing. This is important. Come and take a look at this. It
8: was incredible. I was uh, able to to watch some of it live. Um, I was at work and kind of between, you know, the little breaks that you get at work. I was on my phone, just like looking intensely at my phone screen at these amazing battlers. And just the level of production of this event was just incredible. It was cool to see Pokemon go pvp seen the way it should be seen in person and just the live audience gasping at the cool <laughs> catches that some of these players were able to pull off it was it was actually incredible um at one point i believe people who watch this live will know what i'm referring to but at one point uh, i believe it was inadequance made this incredible catch on his paliper and i believe like the crowd went crazy stood up and i stood up in my workroom and my co-workers were like what are you <laughs> <laughs> you what is going on <laughs> um so yeah it was a very very cool event for sure
6: the casters did an amazing job so that was caleb peng zionic speedy's chief and two butters they were just so professional and they were so knowledgeable but also did a really great job of balancing their uh very high knowledge with a uh kind of beginner's vernacular when they were talking about all the stuff happening on screen i think thought that, obviously, I'm, I'm not a newbie anymore, so I can't speak for them, but I felt like they spoke in a way that I think a new person would, would really understand.
8: And um, the format of this whole championship was, they started out with a group stage with 94 battlers. <laughs> they were divided into four groups, and then each group would divide divided into a winners and a losers bracket. So this was a double elimination bracket where you had to lose twice to get kicked out of the entire tournament. So the winner of this entire thing was Iris, and then Freka came in second place, Dancing Rob in third, and then we had Pokus in fourth.
6: And it was also cool because um, we had someone who uh, had recently joined the Powertown PvP Discord server who is in the same Sylph faction as Aeris. So uh, she was, like, updating us on, like, my my teammate's almost there. He's taking on Inadequance. Uh, sorry, he's taking on Tho Technical. He just beat Tho Technical. He's in the final. He just won the final. What?
9: The hype is tangible. Yeah, right? So... For our deep dive, we are talking about the Firefly Cup, which is Maze, Sylph, Meta. So the Allowed types are Normal, Bug, Electric, Poison, and Ice types. The Bands are Megas, Ground types, Walring, Escavalier, Dragalge, Solazzle, and Paturisu. And I'm really excited about this cup. I think the typings are a really interesting mix.
8: I see on um, PV Polk that the top 10 here is Magnezone, Wormadam Trash, Fortress, Vigoroth, Toxicroak, Alolan Graveler, Luxray, Chansey, Shadow Beedrill, and Obstagoon. So a lot of sort of, you know, neutral matchups. Uh, some obviously can uh, have moves that are super effective against one another. But yeah, this should be very interesting for sure.
7: Okay, yeah, so there's some interesting roles in Firefly Cup. Um, being that all the main types are neutral to each other, um, except for the fact that Bug resists poison. Um, so, subtyping will be really important in the Pokemon that we pick for this cup. Yeah
9: steel is a really interesting type in this meta it either resists or is super effective against all the other types except for Electric. so we do see that magnezone at the top of the rankings here um, for other roles we've got the counter users and the anti-counter users which did sound familiar because we had that in nemesis as well um, which i'm actually glad for because uh, we can take our knowledge from Nemesis and use that familiarity to work in Firefly Cup, but all the typings are very, very different. And so um, I like that we have some consistency in the play, and yet we have to wrap our, our minds around the uh, different typings here. Electric type, which I'm real excited about. It's my favorite type of Pokemon. Electric has no hard counters. We've got that ground type band. Um, I, so I think... Wild charge is a move that a lot of the top electric types at the top of the rankings have managing those wild charge plays is really important though, because of that self debuff. If you're using wild charge, Um, and if you're on the other end of the wild charge, it hits so hard, even if it's resisted. So, so that's going to be really important, I think.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I'm also really excited about the electric role in this cup having run uh, the Raichus in the last two cups and then Raikou in Luna Cup. I am very well versed in the wild charge and seeing guys like Luxray, Magnezone, Galvantula, Zeb Striker, which is one Ooh, of my yes. favorites, um, the Chus, uh, Hissueen Electrode, and Raikou all in the top me- of the meta is really, really exciting.
6: So we've started talking about some picks that you like. Do you want to talk a little bit more about some of these picks you're looking at?
7: Yeah, absolutely. So it's a really good meta for Vigoroth. Um, We've also got Toxicroak, Heracross, and Obstagoon in the top.
6: So they basically have so much play against so much of the rest of the meta, and they all kind of do different things, like Toxicroak resists... The Vigoroth counters. Uh, Obstagoon will resist like a Wormadam's confusion. Um, so, yeah, like the, you can, there's space to have multiple counter users on your team.
7: Yeah, I've definitely had a look at that. Um, Golbat also makes a great counter counter. So, for those that are thinking about running the double counter, um, Golbat is a great pick for that.
6: Magnazone is really nice because of its typing in this meta it's up the top of the pv rankings and having the electric and steel typing and having moves to match means that it can resist or hit super effective against a lot of the meta it can take out the counter users as well if it lands a well-timed wild charge but because it's so glassy it does also have a lot of potential to be farmed down by a counter user which they can then use against you later in the battle like for example a vigoroth counter does nine percent damage every time every time a vigoroth punches a magnezone in the face it takes nine percent of its hp and that just mud bomb from toxic forget about it like double weak to it it'll just it'll take out like three magnezone at once
7: yeah, so we're seeing lots of electrics in the top 20 on PB Poke, and also lots of Bug and Ice. Um, so Pokemon that have fire moves or ground moves are going to be really, really important. Um, so Pokemon like Toxicroak, Foratress, Electivire, Roserade, and I am in particular looking at Litleo, which put, could yes. be a really good pick. Or
6: Zeb Striker with the Flame Charge.
7: Yes, true. <laughs>
6: So I think Alolan
9: Graveler has a lot of play. It was sort of the first thing that came to mind when I saw the meta. It resists Normal. It resists Electric. It resists Poison, which are three of the typings allowed. And then it can throw Rocks at Bug and Ice, which are the other two typings. It's number three as a lead and a switch, but be aware it's a bad closer. Without shields, Alolan Graveler is going to have a bad time. If you can, give it shield advantage and energy advantage. It's really dangerous. It's going to win almost every matchup. You know, a lot of Pokémon do, uh, you know, when they're attack-weighted and have that advantage. But a low-linked grappler on Switch can be very deadly. It's going to want to watch out for the counter-users. Beware, in particular, is a threat. And the other normal types, like uh, Lickitung and Snorlax... Of course, grass, you know, if it even smells a flower, it's going <laughs> to fall over. So, watch out for grass.
7: Speaking of beware, that's um, one of the picks that I'm looking at in particular. Um, it has key wins against Vigoroth, Foratress, Alolan Graveler, Obstagoon, Litlio, Alolan Sandslash, and Magmazone. So some of the biggest peaks there.
8: We can take a little peek at some of the potential cores for this Firefly meta. I'm sure as the meta solidifies, there will be more, more cores that surfaces. But one, uh, some of the ones that I've seen so far is the um, a lowland graveler Heracross core. They kind of cover each other's weaknesses pretty well. Heracross is very, very weak to flying, whereas Agrav um, resists flying moves and can hit super effective with those volt switches and rock moves. Uh, another thing you could pair with Heracross would be Lickitung. Again, Lickitung is afraid of those counter users, even though it is a bulk monster. Whereas Heracross, with that bug typing, thus resists those counters. Another core that could be interesting could be Toxic which beats a lot of the top meta, but it is does not like Confusion users. And the two main Confusion users that are highest ranked on PV Poke is Wormadam. And Oranguru, the new Sage Orangutan Pokemon that was recently released. And Litleo actually does pretty well against both Wormadam and Oranguru because Litleo has that Fire Fang, which Wormadam Trash does not appreciate. And it can also hit that Oranguru with the Crunch. Uh, another one that you could pair Toxicroak, which is Raikou. Again, Toxicroak is a fighter, does not appreciate those flyers. Raikou... Um, can hit hard with those wild charges. Lastly, we have Alolan Graveler and Wormadam Trash. Again, Alolan Graveler does not like counter-users. Wormadam Trash can do pretty well against most of the counter-users, maybe except Obstagoon.
9: One more core I really like, just to give Alolan Graveler some more love, uh, is a Galvantula lead with uh, a low graveler switch. And I like the Galv lead because if you look at its threats, not a lot of them are in the top rankings for leads. Um, a lot of them are in like the 30s. Um, it will have to watch out for like Wormadam, Beware, Vigoroth, maybe Drill. But when you pair uh, Galvantula and Agrav together, you actually get an A on PV Poke in both coverage and safety. If you turn off baits, you still get B in coverage. So looks like that might be a
6: really strong parry. I'm actually probably looking more at Alolan Golem than Alolan Graveler because I like the coverage a little bit better. Alolan Golem has access to Wild Charge where Alolan Graveler has to rely on all rock moves in Stone Edge and Rock Blast. And because Toxicroak is going to be so popular, um, I think a Wild Charge is going to be necessary there, and there's a a couple of other things that can resist rock, like his steals and stuff. So, yeah, even though on PV Poke, Alolan Graveler is ranked higher, it gets a few more key wins. I'd prefer the coverage of Gollum. So that was kind of a mishmash of, of bits and pieces to help you get started on your Firefly Cup. I will be doing a full, complete breakdown with Lyle the Third on Pallet Town Twitch and YouTube channels on Tuesday night US time. In the meantime, we're going to move along to the shameless plugs. We've already talked about the Firefly Cup breakdown. Make sure to check that out. We've also got... Um, I mentioned last week... We had a special cup happening in the Pallet Discord server. It is called the Crime Cup.
9: Yes. I'm so excited about this.
8: Yeah, so the Crime Cup created by one of our Pallet citizens, Dark Eyes, is a really, really cool meta. I've never quite seen anything like this before. So the types allowed is Fighting Steel. Poison, Ground, and Dark. So you pick six as per usual, but then before the tournament starts, there's going to be a random generator that picks one of these six teammates to be your criminal. And you have no say in this. It's just a random pick from one of these six. In the the beginning of each matchup, uh, in each round, your opponent gets to guess which one of your Pokemon is the criminal. Now, a little caveat is that this criminal has to be brought to every battle, every one of those three battles against your opponent. But the opponent guesses which one it could be before the battles commence, and if they get it right, they get to ban another one of those six Pokemon that you cannot bring into those matchups. So good job, Dark Ice, on creating something special like this.
6: And again, if you want to participate in that, uh, the link to the Palletown Discord server is also in the show notes. More fish. We've also got the Gym Breakers World Cup semifinal happening on, <laughs> I believe, the 1st of May. But during our recording, I have seen a message on Discord suggesting it might be the 30th of April now. So I've got to check that out. So maybe come to the channel both days, see if we're streaming. And uh, we've also got The Ring, which is our King of the Hill style format. His Yui Ryan, you are the current champion of The Ring, and you're looking to defend your title against five new challenges. I am. I'm really
9: excited. I'm really excited. I'm uh, expecting some really tough battles. Uh, but I'm
6: studying this Firefly meta real hard to prepare, so looking forward
9: to jumping in The Ring.
6: And that is happening on the 7th of May US time. That's all our plugs. If you have any questions or suggestions for myself or DeFi when she's back or want to get in touch with any of these fine streamers that you've heard here today, you can direct your feedback to pvpcorner at gocastpodcast.com. In the show description, you can click on more fish or more DeFi to take you to other projects and ways to contact us. And we will see you next week.
9: Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you so much, Fish, and Palatown PvP. What a cool segment. Uh, we're bringing it on back home, though, and uh, now that I'm here, it's something about doorways and forgetting things. What are we doing here again? I, I don't know. It's time for emails. Oh, but hold your horses, because we also have one voicemail, and we're going to lead with that.
5: Hey, guys. What's up? Calling back in for you get it, team voicemail. I'm back in the shiny stuffle stats and IVs. Anyway, just a quick shout out to all my voicemailians out there who love also shooting you guys a voicemail. (laughs) So I had a quick question for you guys. Imagine this. Niantic releases a news update. And Chris so beautifully reads it out. Over Aww. the COD, as he always does, and gets everybody hyped. They I'm say blessed. that they're revamping the raid system and making it a little bit harder and a little bit more strategic. But on the offset, everything at the end of the raid is a automatic one hundred percent catch. You beat the raid, you get the master ball, little. Instead of the premium balls, you get a master ball and automatic catch. You know, shiny rates are still the same. They don't really change that, but you don't have to sit there and waste God knows however long trying to catch something, and the the catch chances for legendaries are ridiculous, and it's frustrating and time-consuming. So what do you guys think about that? As always, Shiny side up, shiny vibes up. and because it's the new hip trend, sorry for the long-going snail. Y'all take care. <laughs>
1: All uh, right. Thank you so much, Devante. So, Kyle, what do you think? I'm going to toss this one over to you first. Um, so, guaranteed catch, right? Because catching legendaries is a big, big bummer sometimes.
0: I don't want to see a guaranteed catch from a raid. Okay, now why do you feel that way? It doesn't feel right. And I don't I'm all for making it easier, but the pokémon needs to have a chance to to break out. Mm-hmm. Specifically legendary tier. Cuz like the the way the catch formula works, even changing the legendaries from their 2% chance to like a 5 drastically increases your chance to catch it.
1: It that's 250%.
0: Yeah. More. And you know, <laughs> you go from like if you grub it with an excellent well you can't grub it, but if you golden Raz with an excellent curve on a five percent chance, you're already at like an 89% chance to catch it. So I, I want there to have to be at least some work done. You can't just flick the pokeball at the screen and catch it. But I do understand if you put in more effort into the raid you don't want to have to put an effort to the catch i can i can relate to that
1: i think that there should be maybe a change because i completely agree with you kyle and uh, you're you're finished right i don't want to just cut you off okay because as i was listening to you talk you were hitting on a couple of things that i was feeling but i couldn't like vocalize specifically when you led with it just doesn't feel right because that was also (laughs) my my first gut feeling i was like i don't know like that would be awesome but it just would feel so cheap you know, it would feel almost unearned. A lot of people are like, "Well, I spent a dollar on this raid, and I I did the fighting thing. I got all the people. We did the we did the experience. Yeah. Wow, well, whatever." But you but you do get guaranteed rewards outside of the Pokemon. The the Pokemon's not necessarily guaranteed, and the game economy is built around that. So maybe we could exchange the catch sequence on legendaries or raid Pokemon in general, and make it like a, a pseudo turn based battle a mini game where you could uh, kind of like how Safari Zone was in the main series games but you actually have a pokemon where it's like do you want to attack it and and make it a little bit weaker but it might run you know like you have more of a chance to to do that or maybe they just don't run and the more damage you do to them you have a chance of accidentally knocking them out but it's have totally made for just throwing the ball at it there's some reason i don't know like to maybe some some sort of other benefit you get a candy bonus the more health it has when you catch it like i don't know but if that's the case and it's always caught, don't give us premier balls. Just make us use our balls then, like out of our bag, you know? Yeah, like, I think
0: mm-hmm. one part of that, like, argument, you already paid for your pass and stuff. Catching a Pokemon in Go is the game. It's it's the gameplay. So you're paying the dollar to play that part of the game, not to skip anything. Right. And so
1: I think that's a differentiation there. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I really don't know what the end all be all would have to be. Basically, if you have to exchange, if you want to exchange RNG, which I don't, you have to find a suitable replacement. I don't think that there is one, but it needs to be something that requires some sort of strategic decision making with some sort of other risk at hand. Either it costs items or something to lower it to a point where you can actually catch it reasonably instead of throwing 200 ultra balls at it and 500 raspberries or something, you know, like the the chance would have to be a lot lower and it could break out, but maybe not run. I don't know. I I don't know where to displace the risk for the value formula. (laughs) I'm not sure.
0: It's a difficult question. I think, I think it, there is a point. It's just, it's a delicate one in that example for sure.
1: But also something really quick, and I know we're we're belaboring this, but people don't want to acknowledge the fact that frustration is a core element of these sorts of games. I mean, if if you weren't frustrated about something, that would mean that, A, you're not really working for it, and, and B, it really wasn't worth getting in the first place. You know what I mean? If there's no risk to not get it, then what makes it so special sort of thing? I don't know. Very difficult question, but thank you very much for that voicemail. We appreciate it. So the first email is from George.
0: They said, I've been trying to get to the bottom of this curious question, and I figured Chris and Kyle would be able to help. If following the super effective weakness chart, a dark type Pokemon would be weak against a fighting type Pokemon. Also, a poison type Pokemon would be weak against a ground type Pokemon. My question is this. If Tank is both poison and dark types, why is it only weakness ground? Fighting these shadow Tanks would be a lot easier if I could bring in my fighting type to counter, literally. That was for Fish and DeFi. Thanks for any insight and shiny vibes, all. All right. So first, this one's near and dear to me because every time I go into a dark type grunt with my machamps and it's a skun a stunky or a Tank, I'm very upset. I did this on purpose, by the way, Uh but the one thing got to remember with the type charts for Pokemon Go is weaknesses counteract each other. So a dark type Pokemon is weak to fighting, but a poison type Pokemon resists fighting. So if a Pokemon is poison and dark, it now takes super effective resisted damage, which balances out to just be normal effectiveness. And as a result, Stunky and Skuntank only have one weakness, which is ground. And it is very annoying.
1: It's one of the merits that makes Skuntank like a a reasonable anchor, though. it, It is on purpose, like Kyle is saying. But but yeah, it gets kind of complicated, you know, and especially when some of the types and and immunities don't work the same way that they did in the main series games. You can get kind of confused, like not j- just the other day. I was so convinced that ghost type was super effective against fighting type. And, and by the other day, I mean, like two months ago. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like two or three months ago, but still <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord, <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're right. I don't <laughs> <It's> the other <laughs> way around yeah immune to it
0: i but, just oh man um it's it's important to just remember that super effective and resistant counteract each other so if something isn't working out the way you think it is you got to check out what the resistances are as well as what is super
1: effective yep absolutely but thank you very much for the email there george this next one is from kelvin What's up, Calvin? Excuse how terrible this is. I felt it was necessary in case Cheryl Crow couldn't make it this week. Fingers crossed for next week. Even if she can't make it, we still we still stand Cheryl. All right. So just a little bit of insight and context for this. There was a bit of uh, of excitement and uh, hype around Cheryl Crow on uh, in our patron discord. And, and and a few tweets were made to Cheryl Crow. Uh, we have not received a formal response but if Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow if you're listening we would love to have you on the show and and Kelvin actually attached a little something for us too to this email I, lo- I love this <laughs> i love it i love it it's like the abstract of a beautiful scientific paper like I, <laughs> I can extrapolate the rest of that song out in my brain and i love every second of kill. thank you very much <laughs> but that's not it there's of course a, a an email still the rest of it anyway hey guys on the scale of shiny gangard to shiny salazzle how are we doing shiny salazzle is pretty fantastic so yeah um shiny Gengar is not unfortunately probably
0: like I, probably like a like an uninspired green shiny right now. I can't think of one off my head.
1: No, Meryl's a good green shiny. Uh tr- no treacle's blue. Um chancy? Yeah.
0: Let's go with chancy. <laughs> just just good enough that it's at least different, but like not very good. Okay. It's just, just kind of okay.
1: Hey, I can appreciate that. I'm feeling a little bit like a shiny out. Like it's definitely like an improvement because <laughs> okay. green yeah. is much better than navy, but it's still green. <laughs> Uh, I managed to hatch a shiny flower crown happening this week, but hot take. I don't care for flower crowns. What I really want was an Iggly buff shiny for my shiny live decks. But alas, no, (laughs) I know somebody who's got a bunch of those. And it's me, Kelvin. (laughs) I hatched like four of them. What was that? That was uh, Johto tour, right? Yeah, middle like, of
0: the Johto <laughs> tour. Just the only thing you hatched probably two hundred <laughs> eggs that day, and they were all shiny buffs.
1: It's like the only thing I, I hatched. So, so Kelvin, let's rectify this. We'll we'll get a trade in sometime. Um, now, time for a couple of questions. The season of Alola only has one month left, and I don't think enough Pokemon have been released. If you have to pick five more Alol, if you have to pick five more Alolans, who would you pick to be introduced into Go? So that's the first. That's the first question why don't we do uh two alolans each because i know that's going to be stretching you a little bit far uh thin there for sure yeah,
0: five is hard i'm looking at the list and five is still
1: hard yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say for my for my two i'm going to say sandy gassed very very much so okay okay and uh you're like dang <laughs> i gotta <laughs> yes, another bit. one a little bit <laughs> uh and probably a uh, pukumuku okay i love pukumuku um
0: mariney For me, I love that Pokemon a lot. And can I say any of the Ultra Beasts?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can can say any of the Ultra Beasts. You have to say one in particular, though. Actually,
0: uh, okay. Um, Can I I give you some suggestions? No, I just have to find the list. Hang on, hang on. It's all the way at the bottom, I'm sure.
1: Naganadel. (laughs) Uh, Stack attack. uh, I like stack uh, attack. Who's the
0: who's the giant mouth? Hang on oh that's uh, uh guzzlord guzzlord yeah guzzlord is my answer then. i <laughs> want to see That's
1: so funny it's just yeah. a person screaming. that said
0: Blacephalon is fire ghost so that also is a is a great one too that's awesome
1: also Blacephalon has such a cool name yeah that's a sweet name anyway question number two how annoyed would everyone be if rock Ruff was may community day uh wow well. <laughs> Fires in the streets but thank goodness you don't all right and, and thank goodness we were saved by a little Geo dude very happy oh god uh, question number three why wouldn't go introduce Pissimian alongside a it hurts my feels I love monkey mons have a good one Cheryl drinks custard resident Cheryl Crow impersonator I love it <laughs> but yeah why didn't they introduce Passimian alongside a Kyle what do, I, what do you think I don't it writes itself they Zangu Viper. Kusimi and Oranguru, they don't have like,
0: you know, Dexes that contrast each other, but just like the players know them as a pair. And it's very strange, although I'm very happy they did Oranguru just so that everybody who thought that sustainability was going to be sandy Gassed. Yeah. For no reason. They had no reason. That's just what they said.
1: Yeah, I, you know it's a bummer, but but I, I'm okay. I, I couldn't really think of another thing for a Rangaroo to sort of like pop up in, so that makes sense. So hopefully, whatever Possumian's event that it was saved for is also good. Thanks so much, Kelvin.
0: Our next emails from Grant Kenny. They said, "To whom it may sunkern." <laughs> Sounded good in my head. Sounds good out loud too. That's pretty good. Grant Kenny here. I've joined team long email after the cringe of hearing my voice on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> for the Polka Poll, as a Florida man, Orlando would be an amazing location for future go fest or other events. Miami. Maybe if they go to one of the large parks or beaches for an Alola tour, Ooh. I know Alola is primarily Hawaii, but that's expensive and companies should not exploit the land there anymore. So Miami may be a good
1: substitute. It's very big of somebody who lives in Florida to to talk about environmentalism in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you garbage, but that's – I thought it was too good to not, to not share. Questions.
0: As an increasingly dedicated player, I know all the top 100 pogo tips and tricks like quick catch and basic grind techniques, but there are some trade secrets I would like to know more about. I have heard some grinders having two accounts – Could you comment on the ethics of that? Would be something very useful for this phantom spawning event so I can trade when I have no nearby friends. What are some little things that you think a soon level 40 player should know? What had the biggest change in your play? What do you think about hardcore grind techniques like sock walking and AR quick catch? I have not violated the TOS, by the way, Niantic spoofing is for the week. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we got a handful of questions here. First off, there's there's a couple of really easy answers, and there's a couple that are not so easy. One, having two accounts, it is strictly against TOS. And yep. as for the ethics, it it's not great. <laughs> it's not it's not a great a great bit. I think the trading advantage is is very large when you have two accounts. Or when you have two people who are very dedicated and live near each other. So I understand why someone would want to do it.
1: But it's difficult to explain to somebody that uses two accounts why it's wrong. Yeah. But if you say it's against TOS, that's usually good enough for most people. For Kyle and I, it's good enough. Uh, But, you know... some people are like what's the harm i'm just it's a game and i'm just it's just yeah. myself who cares like it's it's difficult from an ethical perspective but from a tos perspective it's rather black and white it's against terms of service yes
0: uh, some little things for a soon to be level 40 player
1: learn to love candy xl and the grind for it because that's what's ahead of you yeah stop looking at a
0: pokemon as the candy from the catch and start looking at it as the potential chance for an XL candy. <laughs> exactly. So suddenly you might have a reason to catch that Jigglypuff that spawn outside, aside from the fact that it could be shiny.
1: Now, to be honest with you, I think the biggest piece of advice that anybody can give anybody playing this game is just catch everything you see if you can, because that's really the only way to accrue as much resources throughout your play of the game through your journey you know playing so i I don't know i've I've heard other people say that and i've done that (laughs) because i think terry wolf actually told me that because i was complaining to him about i never i never had enough stardust he's like do you catch everything you see i'm like no he's like well (laughs) there you go i'm like that's not a good piece of advice but i have since started doing it and it's not a good piece of advice but i do have more stardust so (laughs) yeah it's it's not
0: the best advice but it is advice like it is something you can do if you're looking to up your game mm-hmm. and then hardcore grind techniques like sock walking or ar quick catch well first off air quick catch is intense and anybody who can reliably do it hats off it's an insane advantage though if you can do it you're catching twice as fast as someone who's, who's quick catching who's already five times faster than someone who's normal catching
1: right that being said at least learn how to quick catch yeah now sock walking i'm assuming is the thing with the the phone in your sock and you spin it around right any you, you sort don't of, spin it you just you just like bounce it
0: you just like yeah
1: bounce up and down yeah so uh, anything that manipulates your your phone to create distance is is largely frowned upon and against us as well ar quick catch and quick catch is not because it's in the game through the game. So, you know, uh, they're, they're different on that level. What do you think, Kyle? You think they're different as well? So I don't think they, they are definitely different.
0: These two examples in particular. But I think with sock walking, there is a difference between sock walking, spoofing, and having a phone rocker. Yeah. And I think sock walking is the most acceptable of the examples but it is the least effective it is the least effective and you are at least actively involved. Nothing has automated the action. And I think that's a pretty important perspective, especially from Niantic.
1: And all three of them, I believe are against TOS, but I think there's gray area, especially like you know, uh, with the sock walking in particular because what you're putting, time and effort into it i suppose i'm not entirely sure i've never i've never done it and so therefore i've never been caught doing it so i don't know what happens
0: there's also so many spoofers that like talking about getting caught doing it's everyone do it at your own risk it's not allowed and you risk being punished for it because they've explicitly said you're don't don't mess with our game
1: Your account could go bye-bye. So if that's worth it to you, then whatever. But our official recommendation is to not. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Kyle said do it at your own risk. I don't want us to seem like we're saying do whatever you want. I mean, sure. Make your own decisions. But our recommendation is don't. Don't do it. Yeah. Not worth the risk, you know.
0: There's a little bit more to the email. Grievances. This is in fish and defy territory, but why can I not adjust the order of my GBL teams? I like to keep every team for every league I've played, but now I have to scroll five times whenever I start a match to get to the right team. Am I missing something? And all things good and shiny have a great week. And the GoCast has been a staple of my days for weeks. Now, grant Kenny. Oh, I, I feel that last one a lot.
1: That uh, GoCast has been a staple of your days for weeks now?
0: No, that that's for years now. But <laughs> the GBL team order, I just wish they would keep the last used one. Just put the last used one first. That's all you got to do.
1: I have a couple of set up teams, but I only have like six. And I don't use them very often because I tend to just make my team by hand every single time.
0: I have four teams that I use, at least that are preset and... It gets frustrating to the point where I will just go and change to the one team that I have, and then I'll forget what I used for the other team, and I'll be like, oh god, now I have to go take a screenshot every time I change my team or I'm gonna forget. Mm-hmm. So that that is opportunity for improvement for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm hoping maybe a quality of life improvement in the future. Some like, you know, long pressing and dragging would be cool. Reordering, that'd be awesome. But thank you for the email, Grants Kenny. The sex one's from AWOL Spaceman. What's up, Go Chris and Pod Kyle? A wall spaceman reporting for duty hope you had a fun stuff of community day hope you managed to hit your goals for it womp womp <laughs> currently i'm sitting in a mossy lure hoping a weeping belt to spawn for the sustainability week collection challenge it's not going great lol this is my third mossy lure and i've never missed a collection challenge yet and i don't want to start now actually never mind one just spawned called out. good news Gudra. <laughs> A few weeks ago, I emailed after having knee surgery on my ACL and meniscus. I'm happy to report that I was able to walk the five kilometers yesterday to get a tree planted. Awesome. Nice. Thank you all for the Stardust tips for a bedbound player. Please extend my thanks to Fish and DeFiE as well. Of course, we will. I do have a question for the crew. What is your biggest Pokemon Go regret? Mine is from GoFest 2020 at-home edition. I don't know if you all remember, but that was when Rotom Wash was debuting uh, from Photobombs. I did all 10 Photobombs they allowed that day and managed to catch nine of the Rotom. Then I subsequently transferred all no. of them. Yikes. <laughs> to this day, Rotom has been around, and I have no evidence I ever have one except for the Pokedex entry. I love helping my community fill out their Pokedex, and so I am bummed that I cannot help with that, man. Nonetheless, I am curious about yours, especially Kyle's, so we can commiserate together. Thanks again, AWOL Spaceman. All right, Kyle, what's your biggest Pokemon Go regret? Mine is, hey, Kyle, I'm thinking about starting a Pokemon Go podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. <laughs> I actually, I got to think. I'm hoping you got one ready.
0: Biggest regret. I've got an answer. It's not the greatest one, but... Not caring about experience after I hit 40 is probably my biggest regret, at least that I can think of without having to like dive real deep. Mm -hmm. I probably lost maybe probably between 10 and 20 million experience in the time between when I hit 40 and when Go Beyond came out. Wow. Yeah, there was probably like 10 best friends that I didn't lucky egg because I didn't care. And and then, you know, I didn't go as hard for experience based events for sure. So.
1: So back in the day. That's that's heartbreaking and relatable, by the way. I think we can all kind of see exactly where (laughs) you're coming from, Uh, but back in the day. You We didn't used to get IVs on the screen. There would be a series of phrases that kind of gave you an idea oh, of a God. range of numbers where they, where they were. And when Pokemon Go first came out, there was no PvP. Rating was sort of non uh, like undefined or, or not even around at that point. And IVs were f- the furthest thing from my mind as a trainer. But every once in a while. Uh, I sit up straight in my bed at 3.30 a.m. in a cold sweat, thinking about all the potential hundos and nundos that I've transferred over my time as a trainer by accident prior to caring. And I just shed a single tear in my solitary despair. That's
0: That's also very relatable.
1: oh my gosh, dude, like every once in a while I'm like, oh, what if I could have had this meta Pokemon or that meta Pokemon and I just didn't even know it? you know like, come on anyway that that's that's what we have to give you a wall Space man. I hope that our uh discomfort and our sadness was delicious in some way. Thank you very much for that email. Next emails
0: from Justice. they said. Hey, it's Justice from almost two years ago. I completely forgot about Pokemon Go ever since the last time I emailed you guys. But just recently, about a month ago, I got my closest friend into Pogo. I definitely need to catch up on some episodes. Anyway, your guys' podcast has only improved from the last time we talked. Keep up the good work, guys. Your long lost friend, Justice, sent from my Rotom. I want a Rotom to send emails for me.
1: Justice still has their Rotom. That's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Justice. Hey, long time no email. It's great to hear from you. I hope everything is going well for you. It's cool to see you got some friends into playing Go. Uh, I'm guilty of doing the same thing. Um, those friends might hold it against you for the rest of their lives. Just a heads up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> no, it's great to hear from you. And uh, boy, howdy. Do you have quite a lot of episodes to go through if you're so inclined? If not, I won't be offended. Kyle, would you be offended? No. Nope. If they just maybe started from this one?
0: Yeah, no, no. I, You can start from like episode 100
1: that's a long time ago still that's like over a year ago
0: yeah i know but like i feel comfortable recommending at that point. point two years ago
1: yeah not episode one no thank you please don't please no. don't I, well, I won't
0: go back and listen to episode one
1: it has historically the highest number of downloads because everybody wants to hear what it least sounded like and i wish they didn't <laughs> 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 but anyway thank you so much for the email justice great to hear from you man uh, next up is from Megablade. Hi, GoCast. How are you? Other than you're absolutely amazing. Oh, I mean, okay, Kyle. It was data mined that there is a new tier and egg texture for Mega Raids. What do you think of that 2022 Mega Mewtwo? It's it's a possibility now, Megablade. You know, it, we're, we're eating our words to some degree. Here's my Pole answer. Welcome to the amazing Clefkey event. Time? Well... Forever. Bonuses, one candy for every Pokemon caught. <laughs> Klefki spawn in the wild, except for the Arctic and Antarctic, where only legendary spawn every two seconds if you have Wi-Fi. Shiny rate, one in two. Klefki in raids with a candy give amount of ten Pikachu candy. <laughs> <laughs> I like,
4: I like I don't know why I like that's, that.
1: that's so funny to me. Uh, new max CP at level one five trillion. every time you open the game you go down a level and f- <laughs> that's good too. And finally the best bonus 100 million times how much money you've spent in the game worth of Pokemon of your choices candy that's actually like a legit good bonus, but um would break the game.
0: <laughs> and also would require you to admit to how much money you spent on pokemon Go. right
1: and and recently i have added that up and i i promptly forgot that number
0: oh uh, no you did yeah I sure maybe did. Uh-huh. we should for the 200th episode
1: no i do that no i only did it for this past year and if the other years were anything like that no thank you i think for
0: for our 200 episode we'd be like this is how much we've spent on pogo since the game
1: came out no dude it's good that would be oh
0: <laughs> we gotta do it now i don't even want to know how much i've spent and
1: uh i'm i'm scared kyle I'm i know scared. It's, it's, I, oh. no it's an I'm important a,
0: it's an important thing
1: i'm having a visceral reaction to this right now no thank you <laughs> anyway megablade ends the email with sorry for the long thingy with words and pictures with email <laughs> <laughs> shiny vibes mewtwo hunters oh and everyone else too Klefkin <laughs> raids and it gives you 10 pikachu It's so fun! <laughs> I don't know that's so, funny. mega
0: mewtwo we had there is five mega legendaries and one mega mythical i believe this is off the top of my head but i'm pretty sure that's correct i guarantee sorry do we count omega uh Primal Omega forms.
1: forms um, you think? Uh, yeah, I guess you could. It's it's functionally the same mechanic. So
0: that's six or seven if you count both Mewtwo forms and one mythical. I
1: What's guarantee mythical? you, Mewtwo's last. I, what am I? What am I missing here with the mythical? Who is that? Diancy. Oh yeah, I would have never pulled that out of my brain.
0: I only know it because it's so ridiculous that it's a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I guarantee you, Mewtwo's last. Uh, yes, it's got to be, or or they're going to figure out a way for it to be uh released several times. Yeah, and that said, our first mega legendaries, you heard it right here.
0: You can come back to this episode when it happens. It's going to be Latios or Latias,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, they're very- the most
0: worthless of the of the mega legendaries.
1: Well, uh, and, they will, and
0: but they will at least have a use, like for existing because they're Dragon type.
1: If they're first, they will have use much longer than they would have otherwise yes like at all ever <laughs> and it's not that they're useless it's just that they're like outclassed yeah they, they are severely outclassed sort of like latias and latias are in base form so it sort of does make sense in track but yeah i think it would be a unique opportunity to introduce them first and alone to give them time in the spotlight for people to get used to it and stuff like that too that actually I think that'd be good design, Kyle. <laughs> at I mean, that it's, point. it's the
0: only thing they can do.
1: It just makes the most sense. But hey. All right. That's the end of the email section and brings us to the end of the show as well. If you'd like to leave us an email like these fine folks did, you can by sending one to mail at gocastpodcast.com. We've also got a voicemail line that you can call and leave a, a voicemail to. That's 262-586-7717. You can also visit our website, GoCastPodcast.com, for all things GoCast, including uh, that contact information. Again, if you so choose, you can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily, uh, you can via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast, where as little as $1 a month gets you our best perk, which is access to the patron exclusive discord but if you want to help support beyond that you can there are a couple of other choices and speaking of those tiers shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons for their generous support of our show and helping us keep the digital lights on shout out to cyprian Bo, daniel Zekwagger, andrew laurie michael ozzie ted tish ben marvin and mimi sports and ryan thayer jason charles and modders thank you so very very much for your generous support you're the best But if you don't want to, you know, help out monetarily, but you still want to support the show or you have and you're looking for another way to help support the show and you haven't done this already, please consider leaving us a review. It's free for you. It means the world to us. And we got a new five star review very recently from a CDN Packers fan. I hope they weren't too offended when we both said that we weren't into, you know, sports that much, let alone the Packers in particular last episode. What an amazing show. If you play Pokemon Go, you need to listen to this podcast. The hosts are amazing and cover everything that is currently going on in the game. There is also a PvP segment that's quite informative and has actually inspired me to play more PvP than I normally would. Yes, Fish and DeFi are magic like that. They're quite persuasive and inspirational, motivational. Um, I love listening to their segment when we edit. It's great. But thank you so much for the kind, kind words. That's spectacular. Alright, Mr. Kyle, it's the end of the show, and we have some goals to set, but we also need to review our goals from last week, real quick. We both touched on our shiny goals for stuffle community and how we did not get them. Back uh, you know, early in the show we had Ken and Adam on, but just to review, you and I both had a goal for twenty shiny stuffle, and how many did you actually walk away with, Kyle? Fourteen. Ooh, mm, dang, dude. Didn't that's, quite make it. That's a bummer uh, for myself. I walked away with, I believe, 13. So it was it was worse for me, uh, but barely. I wanted to walk 25 kilometers this week. I, I did not get that. It was awfully close. It was like 24.2. I regret not checking the day before collection challenge. <laughs> finished that very much. So at 1.5 million, I did that. I had a couple of friendships this week as well. You wanted to get the collection challenge and 1.2 million experience in addition to your shiny goal.
0: I did the collection challenge. I did not quite make the experience. I think I got about a million.
1: Nice. That's so close. As that's I mentioned
0: cool. earlier, didn't get to go and catch as much as I would have liked to on Stuffle, but that's just
1: how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll have plenty of time on a, a Lolan Geodude Day. It'll be a lot of fun. We're going to be in a, a great venue, so it'll be awesome. Uh so that was 2 out of 4 for me and 1 out of 3 for you. I win for yes. whatever that's worth. Yes, you do. <laughs> I guess what I like I say whatever that's worth. Anyway, Mr. Kyle, let's set some new goals really quick and then we're going to get out of here. So, what's happening this week?
0: All right. Gonna finish my Silent Schemes research. Okay. As that breaks my heart, I'd rather not get to Latias, but you know. I have 2 it's disgusting.
1: I'm, I'm upset with myself.
0: <laughs> Four rocket leaders. Okay. I'm slowly working on it. I'm at 30 out of 50 right now. Hmm. I guess I'll at least make sure to raid Mega King as Khan and get that entry. Just the one? Still, well, I just want to make sure I have the entry for it. So, what that amounts to doing like three for the first time or something like that depending on how good you do in the raid and do the special research i'm sure the special research will be easy
1: so absolutely all right so for you mr kyle i've got four team go rocket leaders mega kangaskhan the dex entry and special research whatever that happens to be this weekend right yep spectacular for me i want to hit 25 kilometers walk this week i really got it i'm so close i'm just i'm just so sad i didn't push it mega raid day i want to do uh, you know whatever it takes to participate in that so mega kangaskhan essentially myself as well also the special research but i'm also looking to hatch another 50 eggs this week now that these seven kilometers are now back to normal not that i was really hatching to begin with i suppose i hatched maxu out of a 10k today so i'm, I'm still riding that high you know uh, i need more <laughs> <laughs> i need more all right well that's it for us thanks so much everybody for hanging out for this incredibly long episode and thank you again to ken and adam even though they aren't here hopefully they can hear this at some point in time thank you for joining us it was an absolute pleasure uh and we'll see you guys next week for episode 190 oh we're in the we're in the home stretch there kyle we are oh boy all right so see you next week bye-bye bye bye